This world must die. No! You thought we were done. You thought the DC eulogy was the end? No, that's no. just a grand finale, baby. Just a grand finale. Until Aquaman 2 comes out. That shit ain't gonna be canon to the James Gunn things at all. See, I don't know, just cause, like, people like, J- people like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. They do. But that man wants to be Lobo. He's, from what it sounds like, they want him to be both. <laughs> True. We're gonna get into it more, but the, this reboot is a disaster. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just disregard everything from the flash and just be like oh nothing this movie will not matter whatsoever like george clooney is not batman he isn't he isn't i would be shocked if they said brave and the bold starring george clooney it's not happening (sighs) anyway (laughs) like they hate that man they they do (laughs) That's why they brought him back as like a ha-ha funny your Batman was so stupid joke. I love that the final line in this movie is what what's the matter with you? As it should be. As it should be. Anyway. We're talking about The Flash, everybody. Yeah, welcome to a new episode of Boulder Punch. I'm Alec. I'm Brian. And... We have both finally seen the flop. I mean, the flash. Um, no, you no, said I mean, it right the no, first I mean, time. I mean, the flop. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Um, Stephen King, I'm going to break into your house. <laughs> How much did they pay you? <laughs> they probably gave him some more it royalties, and we're like, okay, there you go. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. Like... God, we've talked about this so many times, but the hype surrounding this movie is the most fucking manufactured artificial bullshit I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into it when we when we discuss like the post movie stuff of like what what happened, how did this end up the way it is, why did it flop, what's the future gonna be like? But Jesus Christ, this is this is miserable. I cannot see the man who directed the Guardians movies and the Suicide Squad going on. This is the best one since Dark Knight, everybody. Mm -hmm. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Just close your eyes and cover your ears. (laughs) Cover your ears. Imagine the movie Rick Famuyiwa was going to make. That's that's the one. (laughs) Imagine the good Flash movie that we might have had. That we nearly had. Very nearly. They were so close to starting production. And then uh, the the Hamada and the Jeff attacked. And then every other director in the world died trying to make this movie. Remember their shortlist after Rick Famuyiwa left? It was yeah. like Robert Zemeckis, Sam Raimi, Mark Webb. Like, Lord and Miller were attached at one point. They were, but then they left. Um, I wonder why. 
You mean there's news about them today? No, there couldn't be. Um, oh, hey, Twitter, what's up? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we have a lot of news to talk about before we get to the the flesh. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, how are you, how are you doing today, Brian? Uh, I'm pretty good. You, you know, you, I played a lot of, uh, Prototype 2 recently. Mm-hmm. I tried one. You were right. That game it's is shit, shit now. It's shit. It's It's awful. It's bad. <laughs> what were we thinking? Were, were, our, were our standards just that low back then? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they were. They were. Let's be honest. They were. It was the seventh gen. Yeah, I was, about, I was thinking, yeah, that was the worst generation we've ever had, isn't it? It was rough. Like, at least it's the first half or two, first two thirds of it were really rough. From like 2011 to 2013, it was actually pretty decent. But... Yeah, but man, that uh... prototype two is really fun, though. Yeah, I like looking back. I'm like, why are people so like angry about the erasure of prototype one or Alex Mercer? It's like Alex is nothing. He's not even Alex. He's the virus who thinks yeah, he's not Alex. even a man. He's goo. That thinks it's a man. <laughs> He's bio goo. That's where I got my idea of Cletus Casty in the Ultimate Universe from. Yeah. I didn't even uh, realize that till now. Wow. <laughs> hey, you know what? This this is how creativity happens, y'all. You exactly. Take, you take, you steal plagiarize from others. others. <laughs> you steal from others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, I, I want to replay Prototype 2 soon. I have it on my Steam Deck, so yeah, get yeah. around to it soon. Yeah, uh, how how are you today? I'm I'm pretty good. Um, I haven't really done much recently. Um, I've well, no, I've been trying to play Shattered Dimensions. Mm-hmm. Runs like shit on my Steam Deck. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know yeah. if it like because every time I see these videos on YouTube about running games on the Steam Deck, like like Spider-Man games from the 7th gen, a mm. lot of them get them running like at a solid 30 FPS, at the very least like 25 maybe. Right. But like, but like when I play it, it's like, Jesus Christ, this thing can't load in Noir's world at all. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I, and, my ugh. main issue when I when I emulate it was 2099s. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one for me too. It, it's yeah. just... Also, the ultimate Deadpool level. That one yeah, crashed the, on me like three times. Yeah, the ultimate Electro level crashed on me. Like, right, I was, I was at the final one of, uh, of beating his gigantic naked ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the running joke of without pants. <laughs> it's so funny. Without pants. <laughs> it's, he's like the size of Godzilla. God. Ultimate Peter was great in that game. He was. Just kind of made me wish that the entire game was about him. Just a bit. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Like, this isn't even a thing about performance. This is just like a me thing. Mm-hmm. I don't click with Shattered Dimensions that much. It's purely for personal reasons, you know? Right. Like purely for personal tastes and whatnot. Yeah. I just never clicked with the two... And I never clicked with the Beanox games that much. Like I the one so. I, 
very closely did was Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. um, which you could say is the most mediocre one. But I, I don't know. I, I just kind of clicked with that one the I most. And then Amazing I, I, Spider-Man 2 came out. and uh, Oh, man, just like the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's the most accurate tie-in movie game ever in that case. Exactly. I say uh-huh. as it deviates from that plot super hard the whole time. It's so funny. They did not give a shit at all. No. I, I think they they wanted to do what they did with the first one, where it's actually a sequel to the movie. But Sony yeah. went, no, you have to make it about the movie. And they already like wrote and modeled everything for the their their new sequel shit. Yeah, like that that's why fucking Gwen wasn't in it at all. Like she's <laughs> yep. only mentioned she's only mentioned once. Like, and that's when Peter sees an attack is happening at Oscorp. Like Shocker's gang is fucking shit up. And mm-hmm. he's like, Gwen works there. I gotta go and save her. And yep. then she never shows up. It's like, oh, she's dead. Okay. She they died. Her. <laughs> yep. And they and just Elect- shot her. And Electro and Green Goblin are just there. They're just there. Times mm-hmm. Square fight was actually pretty fun, I'll no, admit. No. no. Well, I say fun being very no. genu- generous. <laughs> I'm being very generous. No. No. I think they could have made something good if they actually had time, but they nev- time is something they never had. <laughs> That's true. God, yeah. Especially towards the end there, Jesus. Like... I mean, you, like at least working on the Edge of Time, that was linear. That was right. an open world game. Yeah, and they just reused a bunch of assets from Shadow Dimensions. Yeah, like, and they could just do whatever story they wanted. Yeah, with Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man Two, they, they had, had to... to be in the constraints of the movie world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, <sighs> hey, you, you know what is fun though? Uh. Earlier today, I read the first issue of a new a new book from Skybound called Void uh, Void Rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's by Robert Kirkman, and it's about oh, nice. it's about these two aliens from like warring factions. They both crash on this like just barren rock in the middle of space, and you know they they have to work together to survive. You know that kind of thing, and like mm-hmm. you know tensions arise. Uh, one of them has a robot arm. That talks to him and is named Handroid, and I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, they saw Parasite the Maxim. Yes, <laughs> I I love it. It's so it's so stupid, but it's so funny. I but um but yeah, like they they try to get like their ship working, it doesn't work out. But but then they find a new ship that's just buried in some rocks, and they they get jump started. And then it turns into a Transformer and goes, oh. Hi, my name is Jetfire. I'm from Cybertron. I've been I asleep for it. millions of years. I must go now. My planet needs me. Whoosh. <laughs> and they go, wait, there. come back. <laughs> like, oh. They're going to say, but then they find a new ship, the one that's in themselves. And then fuck. <laughs> I mean, they probably will. but Based. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's the it's the secret backdoor pilot for the new upcoming Transformers comic in October. Oh, nice, yeah. I, I saw mm-hmm. you tweet about that earlier, and I was like, is this the book you're talking about? I'm like, no. 
something different. And then you say Jetfire shows up. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny. He just go, he just goes, I must go now. My people need me. And just leaves. <laughs> and they're like, wait. Can't even give us a ride first. No. <laughs> He's been out cold for millions of years. He's got to go home. And they were they were too in awe to say anything because this fucking car just turned into a seventeen thousand foot robot and <sighs> flew away. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's good, and I uh, I, I can't wait for that Transformers book because it it's by uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, who if you don't know. That man can fucking draw and he can fucking write. Nice. <laughs> He's, you, you remember um a Jurassic League a while back? The the DC book where what if the Justice League were just a bunch of dinosaurs? Yeah, yeah. He did that. Oh. So just that, but Transformers. And we're set. Man, y'all hit it big time. <laughs> yeah, we we got the biggest fucking upgrade from the last IDW series. Oh my god. <sighs> that shit was dire. Well, I'm happy we got, for you. I'm happy we for got Transformers a, fans. Yeah, we got a novelist to write our comic. We can tell. <laughs> Nothing god, that... happens. There, <laughs> uh, there. I remember there being a big should novelists write comics and it's like mm-hmm. there are many who know who know who can properly adjust 100 percent, there are like e-viewing uh that like there, like who did like she did uh iron heart if, if, I, if i if i remember correctly right this mm-hmm. is like 2018 this is five years ago so but but there are many who do not make the jump that well or you know, screenwriters slash directors. Shit! <laughs> oh, sorry. What? <laughs> um. <laughs> but, but no, I'm glad you. I'm glad you got a good book to read and a good a good train. Hopefully, a good Transformers book on the way. Yeah. Because after all this time of being in the trenches, you deserve it. Yep. I had Beast Wars, and then they took it from me. The bastards. It's over now. They stole it from me, Carmine. They took it. <laughs> I've never seen that Tobey Maguire movie at all. Me I neither. Know that, I've, that I've only ever seen Spider-Man and Great Gatsby. <laughs> I, I know it's about Bobby Fischer, the, the chess champion who was really anti-Semitic, um, but... Well, yeah. Uh, All right. So we got some good news and some bad news and some eh news today. Eh. Um. So so first up, uh, spite. I think we pro- we might have mentioned this last episode. But that that was recorded like two days before it went up. Spider-Man Two is up for pre-order. Um, Brian, I think the collector's edition is still available if you want to pre-order it. 
Yeah, I, I should. I I wanted to do it this week, but I I just again I just don't have quite enough in my bank account for that to mm-hmm. be like a stable purchase right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna To be fair, it is like a temporary charge. Like it just does it for a few days and then it gives you your money back. It's just right. to make sure you have the money and then it will charge you when it ships completely. Right. Um But yeah, I'm looking at the page and it's still up. I'm uh, guessing that <laughs> what just make like a billion of these? What I think happened is because for those who don't know, uh this day was a fucking train wreck. <laughs> um I yeah. was PlayStation Direct, which is their distribution site, which that's their vendor for uh um uh physical stuff. Fucking just just shit itself. Yeah, like, I tried for like 10 seconds. It, the site refused to load for me, and I just went, all right, I'm done. I was committed. <laughs> I, I would not be <laughs> I Even if it was, even if I was becoming Sisyphus, I didn't give a shit. Um, you, you were rolling that fucking barrel, man. That barrel, <laughs> that boulder. The barrel. The barrel. <laughs> rolling a barrel. Just, just that like would have been much Kong. easier. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can just turn it on its side and it'll fucking stay up there. Yeah. Damn it. <sighs> Damn it, Maul. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> uh, but, turn but... your failure on its side. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a life lesson for everyone to learn. <laughs> Thank you, Darth Maul. But, but yeah, it was... Somehow, uh, they didn't anticipate this much traffic coming in for their only game releasing this year. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I know Final Fantasy 16 just came out, so it's not. I know, but mm-hmm. this—it's their. This they have two very big games this year. This is the other one, right? Right. How did they not anticipate that? Everyone would be going to pre-order this thing. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they get the they money had, regardless. Like, literally, I I had it in my card. I was going to check out, and then and they put in the queue way too late. And then I finally get to it, and I it takes forever to load the next step of the page for checking out. I try to put in my card info. Every other bar works except the one where you put in your card number. Like that just that just didn't work, uh-huh. so I had to wait another twenty minutes, and then I finally did, and then I hit order, and that says, "Uh oh, an error occurred." So I try again, "Uh oh, an error occurred," and then I get booted out because they have to re they have to fix the site, uh-huh. and then I get two emails saying that the orders went through, <laughs> so I accidentally pre-ordered twice, and I had to cancel one of them, and uh-huh. thankfully. One of them stuck, so there you go. Hopefully, I'll be getting it, but yeah. Um, but that anecdote aside, there there's some there's a couple new details. Um, now we we already know that Queens and Brooklyn are the the two main boroughs in the game, right? Yeah. Um, the PlayStation Store page has confirmed two other locations. These aren't other boroughs, but they are other locations. So one is Coney Island, which I'm very excited about because that was, for those who don't know, uh, there was going to be an Ultimate Spider-Man 2, 
and they were going to put in Brooklyn and Coney Island. It would have taken place in the winter. It would have. With Green Goblin. With Green Goblin. as maybe the second playable character. And probably Kingpin in there somewhere. Yeah. I would have won. <laughs> we need to go back. We need to fix this. I need to... F- fuck you, Michael Keaton. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I can make this world work. <laughs> General Zod may win, but I don't give a shit. I got my You got Spider-Man too. I won. You just go in my underground bunker and ride it out. Yep. Just wait for the gravity <laughs> stop. Why didn't they just break him? Break like they what? Did in the movie. Like the gravity machine. It just says super go go break that. Because because you don't, need, you don't need to go punch Zod there. Because um. I... Fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, Coley Island has me very excited because we haven't gotten that in a Spider-Man game. Like, nope. And, we, of course, we haven't had Brooklyn either. Like, we've had Queen, but we've never had Brooklyn. But Coney Island's never what I have thought they would have put that in the game because that's right. pretty far out, so. Yeah. These bros have to be massive. God. Like, we keep joking about it, but there's a very real chance that by, like, Spider-Man 3, we just have the entire state of New York. (laughs) Spider-Man Arkham State. God. (laughs) Arkham Country. (laughs) Arkham World. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so Coney Island and... This is very interesting. This was on the. This is also shown on the uh, the Venom concept art. Uh, the Emily May Foundation, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually going to turn out to be the Life Foundation. Because mm. what I think is that this thing. Like even if it isn't, if even if Riza Med isn't there, you know, like <laughs> no, that man doesn't exist. You, like with like without even like I don't think they're gonna do the five Venom, the shit yeah. with Carlton Drake. I don't no, think they're gonna do that. It'll just be Osborne in his place. Yeah, I think this is gonna be basically a fucking money laundering plant for. <laughs> it's funny, but also I think it's literally gonna no, be you're right. Like something that says it's a it's a foundation for people who have suffered from devil's breath, mm. but secretly it's funneling money into symbiote research. Yeah, it, and also like, hey, look at that free test subjects. Mm-hmm. Just let me just yoink and then drink this goo. See what happened. <laughs> All right, the goo ate you. Moving on. Next <laughs> one. Next one. <sighs> but <laughs> drink slightly less of the goo. <laughs> nope, still ate you. Okay, we're making progress. The most interesting thing to me about this is because uh Emily is obviously Emily Osborne, which was Harry's mom, Norman's mm-hmm. wife, who we gotta stress again, 
Norman actually loved his family. In this yeah, he universe. was he was like like he was a dig, but he loved his family. Like he loved his wife. He loves Harry and his everything to save him, no matter how immoral it is. Yep. Like, like I remember, you know the the end of of PS4 when he when they reveal Harry in the tube with the goo and. <laughs> And, no, it's okay. <laughs> and wrong pipe. <laughs> oh no! I killed you. I'm sorry. It's okay. I infected you with the goo. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, new 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 subject. Making more progress. Uh, but but yeah, like I remember, you know, that scene when like you know they reveal Harry and Norman. Like his fucking lips are quivering trying to talk to him, and he's like legitimately heartbroken. But it's also like, bro, that's your boy in there. Mm-hmm. Fusing him to goop. And that goop is alive. That's not good, bro. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Not very not a good idea. But you got I... the lizard working for you. <laughs> That man doesn't know what he's doing. He's gonna know. give he your boy a cloaca. <laughs> Norman, it's the only way. <laughs> it's the only way to save him. It's like, oh my god, Kurt, I hate you. Why did I hire you for this? I don't know. It was it was either you or Miles Warren, and I'm not fucking talking to that dude. <laughs> He'll just tell me to kill my son and then clone. He's just gonna give my son blonde wig and headband. I don't know what that guy's damage is. Also, he's melted in the goo like six times now. I don't even know if this is the real him. I don't think the real him is alive anymore at this point. They're all goo. Just like my son. Anyway. But but yeah, of course, you know, Emily from Norman's wife, Harry's mom, but also May, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because I think what's going to happen is that because Norman still doesn't know that Peter is Spider-Man, right? As far as we're aware, yeah. Yeah, but <clears throat> I think what's happening is that Norman uses May's name without Peter's blessing or permission. Uh-huh. And, and he, he'll just brush it off like, oh, you're practically family. Do you really care? Yeah, because Norman's still being that kind of, like, strong-headed dickhead. Mm-hmm. Like, but Peter, this is going to add to Peter's, because we're definitely, this is, def- the story's definitely going to be really actually struggling after May's death, for sure. <clears throat> and knowing that there are people who are responsible for it, like, you know, like Lee, like Otto, and like Osborne, because Osborne made it to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I really, I think, like, it's going to be a big thing. You know, when Peter gets a suit, he's, he's like, going to have those negative thoughts, being like, I'm going to murder Osborne. For using my my mom my my mom my aunt's name me. 
But but no, I I think because that I could definitely see Insomniac doing that, like just straight up being like, oh well, use the name of a dead person just for clout, as if I got the blessing of this and the support. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna feign documents that Feast is supporting this foundation, mm-hmm. like it's a joint thing between Oscorp and Feast. Because I don't think Peter's gonna be trust Oscorp after the first game. Like, you guys invented COVID. <laughs> now you invented boo COVID. <laughs> Congrats, Norman. You invented super cancer. It has tendrils. <laughs> tendrils. And teeth. <laughs> Many teeth. Good job. <sighs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for this game. Hopefully, it'll be good. Big, it has big goo, man. Big monster, raw. Big, big. Nineteen-inch <sighs> statue. Yeah. Pre-order now. Now on to some shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, first look at Avatar Last Airbender live action thing. They look horrible. First off, they released a stupid little teaser. Of, look at these logos of the end. <laughs> it's like, yep. I remember those from 20 I'll years even, ago. Did he even use the Avatar music at all? Because they made a, big, made a big stink about how, like, this... Uh, they got the composer back from the original series, but I don't know if he left along with the creators. So I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It, but yeah, the teaser was not was nothing. Literally less than what the the one from the M Night Shyamalan movie was. That's they they made an entirely new scene that wasn't even like yep. you remember that teaser trailer, right? Of of Aang just doing doing shit in a room of candles, yep. and just blowing them out with with his air one by one, and yep. then and then he goes outside and we see the Fire Nation. That scene's not in the movie at all. Nope. Looked like looked like the island from the Last Jedi. Actually. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Can Ray just look over like what the fuck? Who are you? But anyway, uh, yeah, they they had that, and then, like you said, they showed uh, they showed photos of all the actors in their, of the main four actors in their costumes. Some nice cosplay. <laughs> Why does Sokka look thirty five? And Zuko looks ten. Why is Sokka not it? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Apparently the actor forged documents to say he's part of a Cherokee tribe, which is very different from Inuit. So he kind of failed at that part. Um, Netflix don't give a shit. 
They encouraged that. You know, even though they were like, oh, that we're priding ourselves in casting accurately for no, this show, unlike the movie. No, you're not. You Please, Zuko and Iroh seem fine, but yeah, Sokka looks older than Zuko. Yup, and they're supposed to be the same age. Yup. No, it's hard. To, like every, every people age different. Some people look older or younger than they actually are. So yeah. and so forth. But, but in that helmet, Zuko looks the youngest of anybody. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the oldest, save for Azula. Oops. Oopsie. Also, <laughs> Aang. Fucking head, bro. I... I have very conflicting feelings because I'm one. I'm really, I really appreciate the attention to detail and accuracy. You know, mm-hmm. like that is Frank, that is straight up Ang's outfit. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what he looked like in the cartoon. Like that. That is the exact same clothing. They yes. even took a bit from which. This is one positive thing I'll say about the about the Shyamalan movie. Yes. Um. I like that the tattoos had a lot of details in it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Very good. <coughs> Excuse me again. <laughs> so they <laughs> sick. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they they took a bit of inspiration from that here, and the tattoos are blue this time, like in yes. the like in the show. But they have those kind of like etching details and whatnot. Yes. Um. And that, so that's very nice. Yeah. So that's good. Like I, I like that. Um, problem is, it looks like this was just freshly made yep. without any wear and tear in it. Like, yep. people were trying to be obtuse and saying, like, oh, do you want it to have like battle damage or something? Like, no, I'd like it to not look so clean, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, this boy's been frozen for over a hundred years, literally. Like, and even then, it looks like he just bought this outfit. It's fucking freshly dry cleaned and everything. Yeah, like, like he's ready. Same with Katara's out. Katara and Sokka, especially, they're out. They look pretty... so clean. Th- those motherfuckers are supposed to be out in the in the in the snow all day. Like they they should look pretty worn and whatnot, hunting and fishing and what. Because I mean, that's what Katara and Sokka. That's where we first meet them. They're they're out hunting and fishing. Yep. Like. So they, they should honestly, yeah, but uh, the Fire Nation helmet, actually. So I'll give him that. It's um, very accurate, yes. Yeah. Like, like we're not debating the accuracy about the designs, you know? No. Cause like, but it's because they look too clean, and also I feel like I don't know if they work in live action. Mm-hmm. That's been my main issue with this concept from the beginning. Uh, Avatar, Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra are not supposed to be live action. Mm-hmm. This is a franchise that thrives solely in animation. Yeah. Also, Aang's staff just looks like a stick. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, no, that's just a, that's just a branch with like yeah. some shit on the end there. Like... I don't, I don't see where the where the wings are supposed to pop out. Yeah, like we, 
Like, like you I, can excuse that in the cartoon because it's a cartoon, but in real life, it just looks flat and boring. Yeah. Like, uh, we don't mean to be overly material. Every single I, thing. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, it's not my fault. It looks bad. <laughs> yeah. It, these are. Again, these, these, very nice cosplay. <laughs> <sighs> Except for Zuko, what's up with your eye? Why well, you just got a rash on it? Yeah, they they kind of did the same issue that the the Shyamalan movie did of making it just as a sun. Yep. Like then, like again, like it's hard to tell because we can only see his face in in the helmet. No, we don't see him with the with the big ponytail yet. Right. Um. But just going off of what we can see, this is a rash. Yeah. You just need some ointment on there and he'll be good to go. Like. Uh, I don't know. Like. <clears throat> this show's not going to be good. Like, for, let's be commit. It had no shot when the creators left. There, there was no chance. None. Mm-hmm. Like. When the creators are there, there was a chance. May have not turned out as great. But no, not even close. Because you can't top perfection. You can't. Like the only things you could do are like cut out the great divide. Or, <laughs> That's it. Or I was gonna say even like, you know, maybe make the stuff with Jet a bit better, but like that kind of had a point and purpose to it already. Right, so it's like, what do you, what do you even do? Yeah, like, bleh. Bleh, bleh, bleh. but, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, just, yeah, you know what's nice though? At least we have anim- we have animated stuff on the way. We have, we have the movie about the adult gang coming in October twenty twenty five. Yeah. And that's all being made by the creators. So I hope it's good. I feel like it will be. On speaking of great things. Um <laughs> Yep. Wes Craven the Hunter. Craig. Craig the Hunter. God, it actually is. So Fucking American. <laughs> yeah, the British the... man playing a Russian guy is doing an American accent. What are we doing here? Just don't pay attention to the fact that he already did a European accent in um, another Marvel comic book movie. Or I the think... fact that the other British man is playing a Russian guy and giving him a Russian accent. And actually sounds like the character. No. People have been trying to get on my ass saying, well, well Craven fled, his family fled, like, when he was a child to America, so... I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, give him the fucking accent. He's Russian. Every iteration of Craven. Like in everything ever, has always had him with a Russian accent, because this man lives, eats, and breathes 
the cross, the, not the cross, the, the hammer and shickle. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, like, like the only exception to this is Ultimate, where they made him Australian. Yeah, and even then, he has is not American. Yeah, exactly. He's not American. It's, he has a funny accent. It's important. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing they saw Black Widow. We can do the same for Craven. No. Even though, hey guys, it didn't make sense for Natasha either. Um, and they probably just did it because Scarlett Johansson can't do a Russian accent. But we know Aaron Taylor Johnson probably could. Because again, he did a European accent as Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Die. <laughs> it really that. is like, like someone said, it really is like a shockingly almost Cold Warish thing of we have to make the guy the we have to make the main character not with a Russian accent so we'll sympathize with him more. Same with really Calypso too. Like Same yep. with Calypso. Your name's fucking Calypso. And she has an American accent. Y'all are cowards. I think a bit more than cowards. <laughs> like, if it was just Craven, I'd say cowards, but with Calypso, it's... Oof. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Not even his brother has... Not even, chame- not even pre-Chameleon has... The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, they, they uh, released the trailer on Monday, I think. Um, looks bad. Well, let's talk about the poster first, right? Poster, poster, cool. poster. We can admit is cool. It's referencing the a panel from Grim Hunt. I believe it's yep. Grim Hunt anyway, where he's sitting in. I think in so. The, in the bone chair. In the bone throne. The bone throne. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh god. <laughs> but but no, yeah, they have Aaron Taylor Johnson sitting there, the same pose with yeah. him. With abs so sharp, you could grate cheese off of them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you peel a motherfucker's face off with that. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I got another bit of news. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Someone's rumored to be in Deadpool 3 returning as a character from the Fox movies. Uh-oh. You want to guess who it is? Just take a wild guess. You know what? I'm going to go as out there as I can and say Fan Force Stick Doom. Nope. Alright, who? Ben Affleck is Daredevil, baby! Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah! <laughs> One Take News just said Ben Affleck is rumored to be in Deadpool 3 possibly reprising his role as Matt Murdock. There's no way. That man would shoot you first. (laughs) There's no way. No. Impossible. Hey, guy, are you throwing a fuck ton of money at him? (laughs) 
Like... What are they doing? They're trying to do a No Way Home, but the Fox universe. But that doesn't work. Because nobody gives a shit about those movies. No! People like that second one. And they, they like those Wolverine ones. And that Days of Future Past. And First Class, let's be and fair. And First Class. And the rest are shit. And Logan. Well, you already said it in those Wolverine movies, so. Yep. Except for that first one. I hate, I hate that it's a guilty pleasure. Purely because of nostalgia. Purely because of nostalgia. It has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. Be ashamed of who you are. I am. Thank you. (laughs) Good. You're learning. Uh, eating the forbidden fruit. <laughs> Just like in Mandela catalog. Uh, <sighs> anyway. Craven gets superpowers from Lion Aids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Not even from a radioactive lion. Not even. No. There's no magic shit here. No. A lion just bites him and bleeds into it, and he gets. I could I am Aquaman, but for for land animals, literally, it's. I talk to the wolf. I'm the Lorax. I speak for the trees. <laughs> I speak for the wolves. Speak for the wolves, and the lions, and the rabbits, and the rabbits. God, I like look I understand giving Craven superpowers even if I disagree with it cause like he has to be able to fight Spider-Man somehow yeah but two things with that one I like it more when he is just pure man yeah. going after this superpowered teenager that could kick his ass, no problem. He's like Jetstream Sam, but exactly. for Spider-Man. Exactly. He's just a guy that's really good at what he does. Exactly. And two, this motherfucker's never gonna fight Spider-Man. Ever. No, because, uh, funny enough, um, when when uh, the trailer came out, Aaron Taylor Johnson on Instagram posted on this story, Spider-Man, I'm coming for you. To and do what? <laughs> Shake your fucking fist at him for going to a zoo? <laughs> and like... uh, the, the official synopsis says the story about Craven becoming becoming the villain he is today before his ven- before his vendetta with Spider-Man. So they specifically are teasing. Like they aren't doing anti-hero shit here. By no, the they're saying he will be a supervillain by the end of this movie. And I counter that with, no, he won't. He will not. Because look at who he's our, killing in the trailer. Our guy. Listen, I don't know if you knew this, but our guys, they're not like other superheroes. They kill terrorists. Wait. Oh, hey, Avengers, what are you doing? Wait. Hey, Batman, what are you doing? Wait. wait, wait. No, c- come back. 
Like, like, this is the same problem that Venom had, the same problem Morbius had, same problem Black Adam had, where they keep saying to the audience, oh boy, isn't this guy, like, so fucked up and kinda evil? And the answer is no. Not the at only, all. The only villain movie so far that has stuck to the main character being a villain by the end is Joker, and even then, they strip away most of the things about him in order to humanize him. Yeah, they make an OC. They make an OC. Like, sure, he becomes a bad guy by the end, but he's not really the Joker. He's just some dude who got shit on, and, like, again, the point of the Joker isn't, oh, society did this to me. No, the point is he's an asshole. Yeah, like, the point is even, he sucks. Even Killing Joke, which a lot of people haven't <laughs> even though they say they do. The point of Killing Joke is that he has it's, this whole backstory, and it's probably bullshit. It's probably bullshit, and he's just straight up wrong. Like About the one bad day shit. Like, look, even Nolan got this. Nolan had him make up a story every time he met someone. That was always my favorite part of that movie, is every time he introduced himself, he'd just make up a new story of how he got these scars. Because it's great. He, does, he doesn't give a shit. No. He doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Who, who actually cares how I got like this? You don't, I don't. Like, yeah, the theory is he was a in the War on Terror and got the scars while he was overseas and then came back. But, like, they don't, don't talk about shit. that. They don't give a shit about that because it's not important it's to the not. character. It doesn't matter. What's important is he's here, he's causing problems, and Batman has to go kick his ass mm-hmm. and stop his evil plan. And the Joker movie was like, what if he was deep? No. As deep as a kiddie pool. <laughs> Filled with a water balloon. <laughs> I saw this one Letterboxd review, which is my favorite, I think about it all the time, where it said, when you've never swam in the ocean, of course a pool seems. Oh, jeez! They, they they killed that guy. They did. Just like Marvel did to that one guy that stole Samuel Jackson's script for Avengers. Oh yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> but yeah, like this, I can't deny some of the action looks fun, right? I can't mm-hmm. deny it. Like. Will I go see it? Probably. We're going to have to do an episode on this. So I'll probably go see it. Um, and I would hope that it's at least fun and entertaining in the way it uses gore and blood. It's very bizarre that Craven's the character they choose to do this for. Yeah. When two of, your char- two of the characters you did prior are characters that notoriously eat people. <laughs> they literally like i'm not saying like for the record i'm not saying an r rating guarantees good because that's wrong i don't like joker that's an r-rated movie um like i don't think this movie's gonna be good and it's rated r at least like i don't believe it's gonna stick and if it does i'll eat my words but i wouldn't be surprised if Oh, two weeks before premieres, 
Evie Arad says kids love Craven and then takes and then takes all the blood out of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then does no and in the spirit of two thousand releases an unrated cut on DVD. Yep. Um but like Here's at least here it, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say if this wasn't called Craven, this could be a kind of funny, like, you know, just random blockbuster that you'd find just out of nowhere. Like, you know, again, man gets mauled by lion and gets lion powers. Yeah, like, he becomes the beast. Like, it looks like schlock. And yeah. that can be fun. Yeah. You know? I'm just like, man, I'd rather see this guy fight Spider-Man. And apparently so would everyone working on this movie. Yeah, more accurately, I'd like to see Spider-Man fight that guy. Yeah. (laughs) They are... Let's be real, like... And I tweeted about this last night. All of... They're more than likely telling all the actors, all the main actors of these movies, guys, Mm -hmm. it'll be worth it. You'll get to fight Spider-Man eventually. And they're like, oh, sweet, okay, I'll do this then. They They don't don't, don't got internet, they don't know. They're not on film Twitter. Literally. They don't they, they don't look at this shit. Like they just take face value to it because Sony has technically still has the film rights to Spider-Man. Yep. So theoretically in their minds, oh yeah, they can do whatever. Formulating a plan for it. It's not happening. It's not none of these people are gonna fight Tom Holland. It's not no, happening. None of them. And of them. the the option could be, oh well they'll they'll just, you know, make a Spider-Man for the Sony universe. I don't even think they'll do that. I don't think they know what to do. Like, they don't. <laughs> like, there are options, sure. They could make a new Peter Parker, even though that would be boring. They could have Miles be the Spider-Man of their Sony universe, which is honestly the more likely chance. Yeah. But when they talk about Spider-Man, there it always seems like they're talking about Tom Holland's Spider-Man, and it's like, it's not happening. It's the closest not. it got to happening was when Morbius was being made, and it was canon to the MCU. And then Kevin went, no the fuck it is not. Literally, like, they try to say it was their own decision after No Way Home, because they're like, oh, the multiverse. We can just make this another universe. But it's like, you went out of your way to scrap, like, entire scenes like long like vulture was a character in the movie Mm -hmm. who talked to michael morbius like in the prison he did yep yep and then they cut they put it in the trailers weeks before the movie released and then they cut it all out and then did that horrible has to do with something with spider-man i like It's not happening. We are not going to see Michael Keaton, Jared Leto, Tom Hart. Tom Hardy's not doing this anymore. After Venom 3, he's done. Yeah. Well, what more fucking Venom movies can you make? Like, I genuinely think, I, I said this, I genuinely think Tom Hardy's ca- caught on to the fact that it's just not happening. Because mm-hmm. all the times he tried to, like, hype it up, he deleted them later on and got shut down on it. So I think he's finally realized, okay, yeah, this is probably not happening. Um, okay. 
I'm out. One more and I'm done. Because again, what else can you do with him? He has no character. He's literally just like there's nothing meaningful you can do with character. Nothing. Like And you can say he's fine as he is, you know, being fun funny goo man, but I'm like I don't know, to keep the character going you'd have to find something. And they didn't find anything. Because fuck you. And it's the same thing with Craven. They're really they're constantly hyping up spiders. Like the shot of the spiders in the trailer made me fucking roll my eyes to the back of my head. Like I'm so done, dude. Yep. Like, like Jesus Christ, how many times do they have to be like spiders, Spider Man? It's, it's gonna happen eventually. Look, there's Cletus Cassie smushing a spider in the Venom Two trailer. Look, look, Craven's last hunt. You remember that comic he didn't read? So do we. Look, he's surrounded by spiders. It's yeah. gonna happen. You guys, you guys are too cowardly to have your main character shoot himself in the head after being called a loser. <laughs> People were in my comments like defending, defending the scene and being like completely obtuse about it. And like, like I didn't see anything wrong with it, or. I didn't think about Spider when I saw him. Like you are lying. <laughs> you stop lying, guys. Mm-hmm. Like you see spiders in a movie about a Spider-Man villain. What do you think of Tarantula? Obviously, that's who they're setting up. Definitely. <laughs> so- sorry for dominating the conversation a bit. No, no, you're good, dude. <laughs> I'm done. Just like. It feels like they're literally selling snake oil. Yeah. Like, it's not even saying that MCU is cream of the crop, especially not nowadays, but like, no, it's not going to happen. It's just not. At least the MCU typically gives me what they're advertising. Like, yeah, like, even if I don't always like it. Yeah. I know what I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I know what I'm getting with these movies. It's what I'm getting is shit. But they keep trying to tell you, oh, you're not going to get shit. You're going to get the origin story of a great villain. He's going to fight Spider-Man eventually. Cool, tell that story in a Spider-Man movie. But... but, And have Spider-Man be the main character. And have him fight that villain. We can do that? Yeah. What? You used you used to do it all the time. No, 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 no. You're the the first Spider-Man movie ever. Green Goblin becomes Green Goblin in the same time that Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. In the first no, twenty should. minutes of the movie. No, we should have had a Green Goblin movie first. No, then... you don't need it. You can tell stories. It's really easy and less confusing for the audience. Stop. I'm sorry, guys. I watched Jackass movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Craven looked bad. The 
the the vest, the real vest, almost almost. Where's the lion face? Why is it all just beige? Can't have that because he he loves the animals. He loves animals. Fuck the animals. Give him the fucking face. Give him the eye nipple lasers. Can you imagine that he used to have that back in the day? I love that Shadow Dimensions referenced it. <laughs> like, what the fuck were Stan and Steve on when they did that? It was the 60s. They, they were on everything. They were on dozens of tabs of LSD. It's true. That's how they made Doctor Strange. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah. This, uh... This movie's not gonna be good. Like, guys, I see people on film Twitter trying to be like, no, it's gonna be... No. It's not. It won't be. Like, I won't deny there are some shots that are cool. I think visually the shot of the spiders coming down is a cool shot. Mm -hmm. I just wish it was in a Spider-Man movie. (laughs) Also, I am did I know it. Yep. He's going to become Seamus. He's just going to become Rock Daddy. Like, Oh, God. I love that this was the big tease at the end. Just random Joe Schmo as not I'll mock- show you why they call me the Rhino. It's not even like, maybe it's Alexei Sutsevich. He looks like some scientist dude who's not part of the Russian... Like, that that was Alexi's whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah, he was just like a dude that some some scientists picked up and went, we're going to put you in a fursuit. And he's like, okay. And then they did it again later with Gamma Rays. (laughs) So that he could punch the Hulk. He could not punch the Hulk. (laughs) At all. Uh, Poor Alexi. uh. Poor Alexi. I, I that one dude that tried to take your place where he had a big axe. Fuck was his deal? What was his a, name? It's a mystery. Do they even remember him? Has he been in anything since then? No. Cool. <laughs> Good. But yeah, it's just some random dude some random scientist dude is It's not gonna become a regular sized rhino man it's just it's like we're circling back to the cross species genetic shit from amazing spider-man one it's all they know it's all they know it it shouldn't be this hard to make like a good looking rhino that's kind of the thing with Rhino is, in live action, I feel like you kind of have to go the ultimate route, where he mm-hmm. has, like, a big mech suit, because I, I don't know if you can make the the onesie look great in live action. I don't know. Maybe no, you could. I, you can get the guy who plays Colossus in the Deadpool movies, put him in the Rhino suit, and bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah, true. But... Making him a 
a literal animal man like the lizard and shit. It's just it's not the way to go. A human animal, if you will. A new man. <sighs> uh, Fucking high evolutionaries watching this trailer going, what the fuck? <laughs> you mean fuck I could have I, I could have just had a lion maul all these animals gain superpowers and shit? Was that easy? Apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie looks bad. Just. Craven acts nothing like himself. No. Really? Like. Like, Aaron Taylor Johnson looks good. But. And I'm not going to blame him for anything. But, again, they'd rather not make the characters act than they'd realize, hey, people don't want to watch things from their perspective. They want to watch the hero beat them up. Yeah, like, like, guys, I don't give a shit what Morbius is thinking. On his own. What's Morbius thinking about? Nothing. Like, like, like Ify from, from iCarly. You know what? He's thinking about Felicia. <laughs> and Plasma. Plasma. Because I can't say blood on this show. <laughs> but we could say it in the theme song a lot. What is this accent? <laughs> it hurts. <sighs> Any last thoughts on... Looks bad. It's gonna be bad. Smallville Craven. Small Craven. Small Craven. Big Craven. Solid Craven. Liquid Craven. God, literally, like, oh my god. <laughs> we predicted this. How did our joke from, like... For an episode that didn't even come out. Oh my god, it didn't. <laughs> it, came, it, we, it started in our, like, episode about the Spider-Man 1 movie game. Oh my god, that that's never right. got released. That's we'll probably hard. do that soon. Like, we'll probably just... We'll probably do an episode about that game soon, because we should probably cover all the, all the Spidey games until... Yeah, I should... I should just continue my replaying streak at some point. Yeah. I did Shadow Dimensions and Web of Shadows earlier. Did your emulator work well for Web of Shadows? It survived. <laughs> the buildings did not... <laughs> Every frame rate was not great. Yeah. But as I'm, long as I'm, I just don't look at the city, it's fine. I'm, I might, like, because I do have my PS, but God knows if it even works anymore. Mm -hmm. So I might just, like, get a, get it, get, like, a refurbished one from somewhere and yeah. play just 
play Spider-Man games from that because fuck, can't do it on my Steam Deck. I can't. Mm. I can do the PS2 games, not this. Yeah, no. Once you once you get to that generation, it starts becoming very difficult. Yeah, there are some that work, but not a lot. So, El Muerto heads, I have bad news. <laughs> it's El Muertover. Bad Bunny has left the movie. Yeah. And, and El Muerto <laughs> has been delayed indefinitely. It's not happening. It's happening just as much as Silver and Black is happening. <laughs> remember uh, that? Remember? Yeah. yeah I, was I remember. Out. I never forgot. It was supposed to come out in like February 2019, the second Spunk movie. And it never happened because everyone was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, Black Cat's character was not at all black at all whatsoever. She was a computer hacker with with the with a metal spine put in by Mendel Strong. <laughs> by Mendel Strong. <laughs> he was the main villain. <laughs> Scorpion might have been in it. They might have gotten Michael Mondo back for. <laughs> Uh, and then they they delayed indefinitely, and then said we're gonna make them two separate movies, and then those never happened, which is insane because you could easily do a movie about Black Cat, <laughs> like yeah, she's an actual antihero, right? You don't have to sanitize her; she's just like that normally. Yeah, and Silver Sable, eh. No one really cares about her. I'm sorry. No, no like, there that's are true. People, there are people. No. There are Sable stands. I know. All six of them. They never. I don't think anyone's understood what her character is. Sometimes she's just like a mercenary. Sometimes she's like queen of another country. Sometimes she's both. Sometimes she's Silver, Silver Mane's daughter. And sometimes she's just. Over de- like I don't. No one knows what her deal is. Mm-mm. Sometimes she wants to fight Venom, like in a cool video game. But uh... one time she kissed Spider Man just cause, and then died, and then died. But not really. Not really. But also yes. And was is also suffering from super cancer. At some point in the Spencer run, yeah, I think they fixed that. Oh, good. Good for but, her, I guess. Yeah. Point. Point is, this movie, it's happening just as much as Silver and Black is happening. It's it's done. It's over. Yeah. I I very much think that the SUMC is falling apart. Yeah. No. I I think they they finally started to realize this shit is unsustainable. Hmm. Especially in the wake of like Spider Verse, where they went, wait, people like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. What? What a concept! And not just his villains without him. What? That's crazy. That's, that's absurd. You can't have that. No, not at all. We have to sabotage this somehow. Quick! I know. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that'll be our last news thing. But, um, but uh, but yeah. So, um. 
yeah, it's just it's delayed indefinitely. Um, I need to look up his name. I know I know he also goes by Cron. Um, who? Uh, the the actor who is lined up to play Doomstone. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh... What was his name again? He's like I know he goes by Crondon. Uh, Marvin Jones the third. Yeah, he's he also, great. He also voiced him in uh in Into the Spider Verse very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, All three. He lines. is legitimate perfect casting. He is like he like, looks like him. He does like straight up. That's Tombstone right there. Yeah, and th- it's and he was lined up to play that. And I'm like, hey, that was something, but that's not happening. Story details came out that it was gonna fall to. Lucha Libre wrestlers, I guess El Muerto and someone else, probably Sasha Banks, maybe La Muerta. <laughs> Got it. Shut Hire up. me, Sony. Shut up. Give me money. I know your playbook. But, but yeah, like they got magical wrestling masks and. Spider-Man fought El Muerto at one point and then used, to, used his stingers to beat him. Which, who? I, is, this, is this fucking Kane? I, who knows? I, basically, they were going to be working for Tombstone and Hammerhead. And that, those are the villains. And it sounds just as shit as it, as it sounds. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is. It was never going to work out, guys. It was never. Ever. Ever. You were fooling yourselves if you thought this could have been a thing. Like, Bad Bunny would have been the only people would have gone to see it. Yeah. Now that he's gone, (laughs) there's nothing. There's nothing. There's the only reason this movie existed. Like, they're saying they're looking to recast. It's like, who are you going to get that, like, because. We we haven't listened to Bad Bunny's music. We are not Bad Bunny heads. No. But he has a lot of fans apparently. He he's he's a very very popular artist. Top the charts on Spotify, you know? Like he he has fans worldwide. He almost certainly went to WWE. And then and then they were like, "Oh, he's in WWE. Let's get him. Let's get him." Uh, El Muerto. Yeah, there's two comics you skimmed through. Let's do that. And now that he's gone, it's not happening, guys. It's over. It's done. You're you're not getting El Muerto the movie. It's over. It's done. <sighs> any, any last thoughts? El Muerto, more like El Muerted. Thank you, Anger Video Game Nerd. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of unfortunate news is coming out about across the Spider Verse. Um, yeah. There was a lot of crunch. A lot. Working eleven hour days, seven days a week. A hundred people left. Hundred people left. 
because apparently Phil Lord doesn't get how animated productions work. You can't just rewrite the entire thing on the fly. You can't. Like, it doesn't matter how good an end product is. Crunch is not worth it. I love Last of Us 2. The crunch was not worth it. No. There are many games I love, and many movies, and other things. The crunch is not worth it. No. It's not. Like, and let's be let, let's make it clear it's okay to still enjoy it's okay to still enjoy those things you're not a monster for still enjoying those things but just because you love something doesn't mean you have to go out of your way to excuse crunch because it's not it it hurts a production it hurts the people in it you bleed talent you Keep you prevent talent from sticking with you, and therefore takes even longer to find new people to work on it who may also end up leaving if you don't learn your lesson. That it, it just can't, things cannot be made this way, games cannot continue to be made this way, movies cannot continue to be made this way. It just they can't, like, no, and people are trying to debate about. Which is about who is the real monster here, Phil Lord and Sony. And it's like, both of them did this. Both. Both of them suck. Did you see what Amy Pascal said? <laughs> like, she literally she said, literally said take a salt tablet. She did. She said skill issue. <laughs> like, that's just how movies are made. Welcome to making movies. Fuck off. Change it. Make it. Fix make it. it. Fi- change your creative process. The process ain't working. It isn't. And like so much so that they're even saying that like like animators who worked on Across the Spider-Verse said there is no chance in hell that Beyond the Spider-Verse comes out in 2024. None. Yeah. P- people were saying, oh yeah, they worked on both at the same time. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We just barely got this one out the door. Like the only work that's been done was the, was the concept work before it got split into two. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, I. Like, again, shout out to, to Darby for pointing this out because I'd forgotten about this. I honestly, I should have seen this. I kind of saw it coming, but I should have seen it more when, like, they revealed that a bunch of shit for, like, Spider Man India was still being worked on only, like, five months before the movie came out. Mm hmm. And it's like, that shit's so integral to the movie. Mm-hmm. And you're just like... Like, yeah, we still don't know what, what uh, Pavitzer's girlfriend's gonna look like yet. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? When they first concepted her, it wasn't even the same name that she nope. had in the final product. Yep. And, it's like, like I-, I get why they changed it, because they brought um, the actor in and asked him look, be honest, what can we do to make this more accurate to Indian culture? Yes. And not just be stereotypical and offensive. Yes. And that's a good thing to do, you know? That that's is, a good that's great. But if you're going to do that, delay the movie. Yeah. Like, like I... it sucks to say, and I, I, I know we've waited a long time, but I don't care. I can wait long. 
if it yeah. means people get to fucking not burn out. Yeah, I, I think something that a lot of people need to understand when it comes to this process, and it sucks and it shouldn't be this way, delays don't stop crunch. They just make the crunch go on for longer. Because then they're like... Because the studio is like, okay, yeah, we have another year to work on it, but I need it done now. So keep going. Keep this mm -hmm. workload up. Also, the delays probably kind of made them be like, oh, we got it. That means we can add more in now. And it's exactly. like, no, that's not why we delayed. Yeah, we delayed because we needed more time to get the shit we already have done. Like, I appreciate all the love and care that went into that. You Same. Know? Like, you can tell everyone worked their asses off. It's one everyone. of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. It everyone is. brought their fucking A-game. Like, but it doesn't, it's not worth it if you just burn through people like they aren't even humans. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the problem. What's the point of putting all the love into this movie? If the people who are on the floor working their asses off, animating for hours on end, are being essentially treated like robots can work forever until they're until they're burned out and discarded. There, there's no point to this. Right. Like it's it's gonna come out and it's gonna sour your reputation. Yep. If you want to be very surface level about it. And yep. like <laughs> Especially since, like, you know, just a few days ago, people were propping up across the Spider-Verse to shit on the Secret Invasion intro for using AI. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, this is what happens when you treat artists with respect. Uh -huh. And then two days later, oh. 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 Yep. Like, it, it's so... Like, and people were trying to, like, there was one person in particular trying to get on my ass for like, saying that, oh, Sony interference was causing this. And I was like, it's one of the factors, probably. Because, I mean, what they said is that, like, Phil Lord kept fighting Sony on creative differences and whatnot. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's what Sony does. They do that. Yeah. I yeah. never said Phil Lord was right for doing it. No. Like, especially when, like, he was treating, he was writing this movie like a live action movie where you can do rewrites and then just film them or fix it in post and boom, like, you're yeah, good. No. Animated, if you rewrite a scene, now you have to completely reanimate and re, like, apply all the effects, re edit, re, re render everything all like, over again. For animation, there is pre like there isn't pre-production, production, and post-production. There is pre-production and then just production until the end. Yeah, it's it's one like it's one seamless thing. Like, yep. If you want to count the voice acting production, sure, but even then, that can still go up until the eleventh hour. Yep. Like, like, like a lot of times, the companies do it one of two ways. A lot of the time, either. They do the voice acting early so that the animators have something to like base it on, or they say "fuck you" and wait until the eleventh hour, 
And now they have to rework so many scenes to accommodate for all these lines and readings. Yep. Mm -hmm. Especially if the actor improvises. Because mm -hmm. now they have to animate more lip flaps and shit. And like, yep. exchanges. It's like, it's a whole pro... I went to school for this shit, guys. I know this. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> like, I have nothing but respect for anyone that makes this their profession. If only studios did. Oh no, they're like, oh, okay, go monkey, go. Dance. One on the wheel. Do it, you can do it. Like, why are you dying? No, get back up as a squirt with a spray bottle. Jesus. That's what it is, though. It, it is. It is. Like, neither Phil Lord or Sony are innocent in this situation. Both of them no. caused this. And no. honestly, who is to say it'll even release in 2025 or 2026? No, it won't. I'm Look at how that. long this movie took. It took them, like, what, three or four years to get Spider-Punk down? Mm hmm And, like, to be fair, yeah, they have, they have all this stuff down pat now, sure. Like, they know what to do for the stuff they built now. But it's still gonna take a long time to make a fucking movie out of it. Especially when you're gonna do more, like, go to his universe yep. and go to... And, like, it is very confusing because Lord, Lord and Miller said, like, a couple weeks ago, yeah, no, we have the first act and the last act. We're just figuring out the middle now. And now they're saying, and now, like, people who have worked on it have said there has no, been no don't. actual work done on the movie. We haven't so, done like, that yet. are they just lying? Like, what, what's going to happen if, they, if we're getting close to March and they don't delay it yet? Yeah. Like, or, they, or like, do they actually mean... Yeah, we wrote the first and third act. That's about it. Like, they, like, what is going on with that? Like, they, why are you like this? Like, because people are now really going to want what the fuck is going on with the. Are you treating people properly? Are you, if you're still sticking to the release date, how can you be sure you're not going to crunch employees? Yep. I feel like they're going to announce like a delay officially any day now after this. Mm. Yeah, they they have to release some kind of statement. Also, this should have happened like years ago. They need to get rid of Amy Pascal. They do. Like she's she's been nothing but a problem. I'm sorry. Mm. Same for Avia Rad. And fucking what's his face that did Wolverine Origins, uh, Tom Rothman Tom, or whatever. Tom Rothman, he's the head of yeah. yeah. That guy needs to go. Mm -hmm. uh, like just need a whole fucking clean slate over there because this is not again, especially right now while we're in the middle of a fucking writer strike. Maybe don't tell and belittle people saying you guys mistreated us and like we felt like dirt making this fucking movie don't just sit there in your fucking ivory tower office going welcome to making a movie and shrug your fucking shoulders yeah like get out in your case at all and it's gonna make make 
gonna make animators avoid you like the fuck. And that's the yeah. last thing you need yeah. for a movie like Beyond is gonna be. Yeah, because I guarantee you, Sony got a massive influx of new animators after Into the Spider-Verse came out. Mm-hmm. Where, like, people are like, holy shit, I want to work on that. And, like, like, work with those people. And then you find out, oh, it's kind of miserable here. They took all these dreams and turned it into, into a sweatshop. Yep. As capitalism want to do. Mm-hmm. You make something very heartfelt, very good, very, like, revolutionary. And then you turn it into a machine. And it sucks. Nope. And I can only hope they'll change the ways when working on Beyond, but who knows? Yeah. Like, <sighs> anything about that movie is just up in the air now. Like, anything we know about it, of what's going to happen in it, is just completely up in the air. If, if they're still writing it, they better lock it the fuck down this time. Mm-hmm. Instead, of, ha- instead of having people finish entire sequences like completely done finished and then scrapping it all and making them start over because that's what they were doing apparently mm-hmm. but yeah it's it sucks like again do not feel bad about enjoying the movie no about saying it's one of your favorite movies of all time about anything about any feeling good feelings you have for it do not feel guilty about that because again there are a lot of people who still poured their hearts into this movie you know like but we have to recognize this and we have to let them know it's not okay Because if we don't, then they're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. And the situation we're in now without the industry is is just going to get worse. Speaking of which. Is it finally time? It's time. Let's murder this thing. Finally. (laughs) So... We've both seen a movie called The Flash. I don't know if y'all have heard about it. It's a small indie movie. Um, That's what it looked like. It looked like they had the budget of the CW show. Uh, so, let's give a bit of a history. A little history lesson about this movie, shall we? Take out your fucking notebooks, people. <laughs> There's going to be a quiz. Um, <sighs> this movie was being made as far back as the 80s. Yup. Like, I forgot who they said was working on it. I think... I know Grant Morrison was working on an iteration like in 2019 or something. 
But didn't they? Did weren't they working on something in tw- the eighties about the movie? I do recall they house. were making a uh, a flash movie in the eighties that never got off the ground and was stranded yeah. in development hell for for however long. Yeah, probably ended up just becoming the John Wesley Ship Show. Probably, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, mm-hmm. let me. I know this. Like, don't we don't have to go over every nook and. No, we don't. Ever. We can make an entire podcast about. It. Um, the next time, like up, a, a version of that project, of like a like a project about the Flash was getting off the ground was David S. Goyer was making one in two thousand four, and he wanted Ryan Reynolds as Wally West. And this also connected to the Bottle Rocket. Do you remember the Bottle Rocket Flash game that was going to be made? Yeah. And they were going to have... It was going to be Wally West. And they wanted Ryan Reynolds to voice him. So that was that was kind of cool, I guess. But And then Justice League Mortal, which is a whole fucking... It's a whole other fucking thing. thing. Oh my god. Adam Brody was going to play Barry, and Anton Yelchin was going to play Wally. And it was going to end with Barry saying tag you're it, and then sacrifice. And then Wally becomes the Flash. That's the thing about all these movies. They recognize Wally. They recognize Wally was the one. <laughs> That's why it wasn't meant to be, because DC. Jeff Johns wouldn't allow it. Yep. Um. And then we get to the DCEU iteration. Oh boy. This was doomed from the get-go. It was. The first director was Seth Graham Smith. Or Seth Graham Smith. I don't don't know how it's pronounced. But then he like quickly left the director position, but stayed on as a writer. And then Rick Famuyiwa came on. And this was very, like we said earlier, this was very close to being made. Very close. They were like, weeks away from production they had the story they had the script they had the cast they had uh ray fisher back as cyborg for this and then it just fell apart yep probably after which it wasn't even a dark movie it wasn't going to be it was going to be very lighthearted. It was going to be about Captain Cold and the Rogues. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why it felt like creative differences. I can't even say why it felt. Up. Mm. But then like that fell apart. Lord and Miller were going to do it. They didn't. Um, and they got John, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Gold. Who, who wrote Homecoming. Yep. And I think... I'm going off of Neb's thread. Yeah, about same. This. I think it was like Ezra vetoed them and like got them fired because they didn't like that the movie was similar to Homecoming. Hmm. Which is weird because in the final version of the script in this movie, they're still credited for writing it. Hmm. Oh, no, no. Then they finally landed on Andy Mush. But before that was the 
Grant Morrison Ezra Miller script, which got tossed out. And I think from this thread, it was saying that even Ezra was one of the people pushing for this movie to be a big event movie. I'm know? sure. Because they're probably like, this is the only fucking movie I'm going to be in from now on. <laughs> I decided. Fuck making a good movie. Ego. My, Ego is more important. My, my, my crime spree's already been planned. I can't. I'm never going to be able to be in another movie ever again after this one. Imagine them in their room planning this. <laughs> they got a fucking like cork board covered in papers <laughs> and lines and shit going like all this over the, gonna... the islands of Hawaii. God. <sighs> I'm going to throw a chair at this person here and then. Chokeslam this person here. Still thinking about that video someone took of like at at a party in Hawaii. Yo, maybe it wasn't in Hawaii. I don't know. It was somewhere, but they were filming inside. It showed the TV and it had Ezra Miller's face on the news. And they pan over and Ezra Miller's talking. God, I would leave. I'd cry. But yeah, after all this, they finally cast Andy. Not cast. They well, cast Andy Muschietti as the Flash. They cast Andy Muschietti as the as the fictional of the director. Yep. And they then this is the film that finally got off the ground. They're like, oh yeah, Michael Keaton's coming back. Ben Affleck's coming back. Uh, fucking here's Supergirl. And because let's not forget, for a while, like after the Rick Famuyiwa one, mm-hmm. they were it was going to be called Flashpoint. It was, and they wanted to make it actually about the Flashpoint storyline. Yes, whether that's like, good or bad is up to you. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, I know for a long time, it was a long-standing theory that the reason they ha- they cast. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne is so they could eventually do Flashpoint with him as Batman. I think I think that I think that's what the th- I definitely do. Yeah. And that that fizzled out because, mm-hmm. but it's still like carried over into all the subsequent scripts because this was the move. This was their get out of jail free in their minds. Like, after yeah. the Snyderverse failed. They're like, don't the worry, season, Flash will fix it all. Like, they're like, okay, we have a movie that can reset things while keeping some things that people like, like in quotations. They think they like it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. They but like Margo. They like Margo. And Jason. And Jason. They used to like you, gal. But then you kept talking. They like Will Smith. Let's not bring him back. No. No, they it was, like it was him because he's Will Smith. It wasn't it wasn't because they didn't bring him. It was because scheduling conflicts with the suicide squad. Yeah. Yep. But, <sighs> but yeah, that this was always like ever since Ever since 2017, this was seen as okay. This is our. This is going to be our get out of jail. This is going to be the one. 
This is going to be the thing that will finally save us. And then it kept getting delayed yep. again. And they had to just make more movies in between. Yep. That ranged from good with the Suicide Squad as the only good one to, to uh, Shazam 2. To Shazam. And, and, and Black Adam. Black Adam. There is only an Adam. <laughs> there is only an Adam. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, what else was, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, this movie, <laughs> it came out that Michael Keaton was going to be the new Batman going forward, and everyone hated that. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. He's a 70 year old man, he can't be. Batman full time. Guys, we figured it out. We know how to fix the old Batman that killed in in our universe. Ready? This is brilliant. Okay, wait a sec. Wait, wait. Uh-huh. Shh. Uh-huh. This is brilliant. I'm listening. We're gonna replace him. Uh huh. With an even older Batman. Uh huh. Who also kills. <gasps> we did it. We figured brilliant. it out. Brilliant. <laughs> Perfectly flawless. No, no problems whatsoever. No problems. We got it. We did it. We did it. Wait, where are you going? Where are you all going? No, come back. What, what do you people want? We don't uh, understand. And let's not forget, this is going to happen as, like, at this point last year, it was going to happen. Yep. Like, this was the plan. At yep. this point last year, this was the plan. Yep, Flash was gonna reboot, and from now on, the Trinity, I guess, was like Flash, Supergirl, and Batgirl. Oh boy! I know they were like, we're gonna, we're really gonna appeal to uh, the left with this one, and I don't say that in terms of like, <laughs> I won't. I'm a leftist. I'm saying this in terms of. Corporate minds being like, girls get it done. Yep. We're going to make that endgame scene look like jump change. Which is very easy to do, but still. Yeah, but like... Like, Batgirl and Supergirl are their own characters. They're not just female of Batman and Superman. Get out. Oh, and let's not forget there's an entire nearly finished movie with Michael Keaton as Batman and J.K. Simmons as Gordon yep and it's just non-existent anymore it, it's, it doesn't exist anymore they burned it yep because when David Zaslav took over you know, at least something I can agree with him on this st- stupid plan. It's not like his plan was much better, but right. The movie should have still released. It should have still released and been seen, but it wasn't because they're like it's going to damage the DC brand. I'm like, oh really? Like it hasn't been? 
Ranch doll already. <laughs> like it's going to be <laughs> this year. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so then they, at one point, it was going to be, uh, it was going to, like, at one point, the ending was, you know, Michael Keaton and Supergirl. The other point, the ending was Michael Keaton, Supergirl, and Henry Cavill, Superman, because Dwayne tried to take over, but then the Dwayne dynasty fell. And now we got the ending we do have. And then all the lead up to this movie with, uh, you know, bot reviews and uh, covering covering up Ezra Miller's and saying the quiet part out loud. The fact they literally said, this movie is so good, it will make them forget Ezra Miller's crimes. No, it didn't. It did not. <laughs> he did the opposite. still remember. Did the opposite. It made people go, hey, remember that time they, like, assaulted multiple people? It had, like, a baby in the in the in a house with like a bullet in its mouth or whatever. Like what the fuck was that? <laughs> the, the the one good thing they did during that whole spree was when the the one good thing they did on that whole spree was that time that they, they posted a video on Instagram telling the KKK to kill themselves. That was based, I can't lie. Yep, that was cool. You should have done that more, and less of the rest of that. That's what a superhero would do. The only, the only superhero-like thing that Ezra did. Yeah. But we'll get put to the, a lot of that more later. Put the baby in the microwave. Oh. You have to. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's get into the movie itself, right? This is yeah. our special time for the movie. Everything else we'll be talking about later, like all the outside stuff, the ramifications, we'll get to that later. The movie has been released. It has flopped. It's dying. Which we'll get to the reasons why later, too. There's a whole list. It's like, you know, the list of Jericho. <laughs> WCW. It's like all the holds you can do to beat Dean Malenko. Yep. Rolls it out and it's long as shit. That, that, those are the reasons why this flopped. Yep. Because um, it didn't have Chris Jericho in it, obviously. Exactly. Wait. <laughs> Maybe you can leave him out. <laughs> What we needed was Gorilla. Exactly. That's why Transformers is beating them. Exactly. <laughs> it's insane, because, like, Transformers movie has made less than the previous one. At least ever since, like, uh, you know, uh, the dark times. After Dark of the Moon. So, jeez, <laughs> for this to be beating Flash, it's it's dire. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like, if you're losing to fucking Transformers after they released the last night and destroyed their brand forever mm-hmm. in the movie theaters, like, you're fucked. You're fucked. 
You're done. It's over. It is. Pack it up. Go home. Kill yourself. <laughs> Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. But so this is a movie that the entire company is basically hinging on. <laughs> Literally the fate of this the fucking concept of Warner Brothers exists because of this fucking movie now. And this is a movie that for months from like test screenings and from early word screenings from so many fan screenings and celebrities and from James Gunn. People have said this is one of the best superhero movies ever made. One of the best sucks you off in the theater. Literally. Like, like, like it best DC since Dark Knight. That's been the, that's been the common phrase. Nope. With all this in mind, how did the movie turn out? It's shit. It's bad. Let me let me play uh, real quick. Actually, mm-hmm. let me play a clip from our our good friend, um, one one James Rolfe. You might know him as the Angry Video Game Nerd. So James, what do you have to say about this? Case closed. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. All right. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. I was hoping there would be something I could latch onto that I would be able to say is strong, well-written, or just fun. You got nothing. They gave us nothing. Zero. Nada. Nothing. Nothing. This movie is one of the most overhyped, over-budgeted fucking messes I've ever seen. It might be the ugliest movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, it... It looks disgusting. Any positive thing about this movie comes with the caveat of it being executed like shit. Yeah. Like, like, I will admit, I think that the hospital sequence thing is kind of fun. Yeah, like let's start with positives. Any positives yeah. we have, right? Yeah. That that opening hospital set piece in the beginning of the movie with all the babies falling out and like Flash has to use powers in like a very creative and like ridiculous way to like save this overly dramatic and stupid situation. That's fun. That's a mm-hmm. cool idea to do. Why does it look like that? Yeah. Why like, are all these babies from Twilight and Polar Express? It, why did you do it? Why? It baffled me. Oh my god, how terrible they look. Like, I'm not saying throw real babies off of the oh, roof. Of course not. Like, But uh, maybe do it. I don't know. It'd be funny. Uh, but like... I don't know, man. Do something. At least he gave us that clip of Flash putting the baby in the microwave. 
It was me, Barry. I reversed the footage of that scene, making it look like you put the baby in the microwave to make you look like an asshole. Everyone's the one that plays the, the, the CW Flash theme during it. And then the <laughs> core, and then the choir comes in when he puts the baby in the microwave. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I, I like that they kept up that, like, as a concept, I don't like it because it makes things complicated, even mm-hmm. though, like, you could say it makes things more creative, mm-hmm. which I get, but, like, I'm still just like, eh. Like, the concept of Flash cannot move people because mm-hmm. it'll hurt them or make them really sick. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as a concept, but I appreciate it that, that they carried that over from Zack Snyder's Justice Sleep. Yes. Right? They yeah, did like, take a lot from that more than the Joss Whedon cut. Shame they couldn't take the writing. And that's Man. coming from two people who aren't even like... Yeah, right? I don't even really like that movie all that much, but I would have preferred taking more influence from that than the other one. Barry at least was a person in that. Even knowing it a lot of points, but wasn't constant... Ugh. But, like, I like the thing about, even though, you know, again, we didn't have the proper time to explore Superman as a symbol of hope and a hero, I liked Barry's thing about Superman being his hero and whatnot. Yeah. Like, that that was that was nice. And they do explore that here, um, which is nice. Like, the hospital sequence, I do admit, like, conceptually-wise... It was fun seeing Barry have to like get these babies out of a saw trap. Like, yeah, no, like conceptually, that's really, really fun. Like that actually feels like something I would read in a Flash comic. Exactly that. That's something that I would expect to see in a movie called The Flash. Mm-hmm. I think parts of the execution, of course, very odd, but I like the idea of. I like the concept again carried over from. Zack Snyder's Justice League of Barry needs calories. Yes, I I do really like that they kept this. Because it gives him a weakness. Yeah. It it allows him, because like, you know, a lot of times you think, well, look, well, what's the point of, you know, the Flash if like, you know, he can just, what's the point of him having villains if he can just run super fast and tie them up? It's like, well, he gets tired. You give him an Achilles heel. He gets realistically tired. Yeah, because his metabolism is too fast. Mm-hmm. So, like, he needs to eat all the time. And I, I like how the movie starts out. I will admit, like yeah, the the f- before the time travel, the movie is actually like kind of decent ish. Like, I like Barry being at a coffee shop and being extremely jittery because he has <laughs> super diabetes. <laughs> Literally, uh, the, it, fast metabolism, insulin, like similar in concept. I know different. Still, it's yeah. like it, it's like you know he needs. He's like I like the watch that he has, and I like that it's yeah. in his suit too. I think that's yeah. fun. That that's really cool. I like that. Like like he he's able to track his calories and needs that sandwich. And of course, of course, the person making it is the one who's the usual. So. He has to wait for them to be extra long with it. Yep. And then 
he has to run all the way to Gotham because Bruce is a fucking idiot. He can't handle three terrorists alone. Not even terrorists, it's Al Falcone. Fucking holiday killer, man. What the fuck? Yeah, like it is. Like, and it isn't even like him in the. No. He was a wormy little shit that shot people. And even then, he might not have done it. <laughs> he might have just taken credit for it. He might have killed, like, maybe two of them. At most. <sighs> Why? Why? Why couldn't these be the, the rogues? Just That's what different I was color there was literally jackets. no reason that this couldn't just be in Central City. There's no reason for Ben Affleck to be here. No. Well, you know what? Here's one reason. So that we can finally give him a decent Batman voice. Yeah, he actually sounded pretty good. He did. And I I got a kick out of during the during the chase when like they were they were about to hit like the bus full of kids or whatever and he put out like this big spike trap in front of them to stop them. It was nice seeing Ben Affleck actually get to save Batman. people. Save people and be Batman. Even though he was being a bit reckless, he still like <laughs> If this was BVS Batfleck, he would have run those children over to fuel his car <laughs> full of hatred. <sighs> I like so Batman, like, there's a bus full of children in the way. What are you doing? No. <laughs> Justice. <sighs> At least, you know, my parents are taken away from me. I'm gonna take kids. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. It's only justice. Uh, but but yet, like a lot of this opening, Barry doing. I even will say, I like how Central City looks. It I'll feels like I couldn't tell any difference between it and Gotham. That that's more of a fault on Gotham's design, I will True. say. But I like that Central City had a bit of I don't know if Art Deco is the right word, but it had a bit of like a classic like especially with like the like you know Central City Crime Lab, like that that like the the logo on it had a font that felt very like old timey. I like that. Um also just the style of the city felt like very uh like it felt it felt like a it felt like a smaller scale city, which I actually kind of like. If that makes sense, I don't know. I'm trying to find something, dude. I'm tr- I'm trying very hard. Brian, are you there? Hello. Hello? Hello. Okay. Sorry, I could hear you. You couldn't hear me. I thought you were doing a bit. No, sorry, I was trying to... I was trying to... Oh, man. (laughs) Was what I was saying making... Yes, it was. It was. Okay, Okay, good. I I, I was agreeing with you. I was just... I couldn't... You couldn't hear me. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Ooh. The greatest. But, uh, why were Patty and Albert here? So that we could say there were Flash characters in this Flash. Yeah, movie, that, so that's so nerds couldn't get mad at us online. That's that's the real reason. 
I I wasn't a fan of how they just hated Barry. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like I'm I'm glad we got to see Barry's at all, because right, like, and I like that it looked like an actual lab. Like it wasn't like the CW where we had where he had this big loft all to himself. Like, yeah, it's like, how much are you paid? <laughs> Jesus, you have a house in here. You can just live here, bro. Just put a bed in the corner like, in your set. Like, like he's not the only scientist here at the crime lab. No, like other people work here. Other people work here, as as is normal. That's what crime labs are like so i i appreciated that um albert being played by a by a vine star is odd yeah and we first see him on a on a hoverboard oh my god we do i i didn't really get the comedy of them just insulting barry in the face of someone else who was saying hi to him like that that was just weird. No. Especially because they never have a character arc. They, they cease to exist after the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm I'm glad Iris was here at all. Yeah. That was nice. Hey, are we going to talk about our first big cameo? We're talking about good stuff. We're talking about Oh, right, I forgot. We weren't doing just a... <sighs> um, the concept... I, I like the initial concept of how the speed looks. Yes. Of, of charging up and the world warping around him from it, the charging. It looks like when you go on, like, Google Maps and you use the satellite view to, like, look down at the actual, mm-hmm. like, photos of the place and like you zoom by yeah like that's actually a really cool way to do it like i like that first shot of his foot and then the, it's like a weird dolly, right it's like a very yeah. weird dolly zoom i yeah. like that that's really cool we'll get to the next part about the speed <laughs> good stuff. but uh the chrono bowl as a concept really cool really cool that is a very cool way to do time. Yeah. Like you run forward to go forward and you run backward to go back. And the sand re like it's like a big kind of like coliseum. And I yeah. think that's really cool. That's a very, like, very interesting and cool way to handle time travel with this kind of system, as opposed to just sticking with you run through a tunnel and you think really hard. Mm-hmm. Which there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just this is like a very like visually interesting concept of how to handle it. Mm-hmm. It's like, just a shame about the models. Soon, 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 soon. Um, I like the casting of Sasha. I need. How do I pronounce her name? I. It's probably Kaye. It's probably Kaye. I think I'm gonna. I need to look it up. I, I'm sorry, guys. We're white. <laughs> I'm we're white. Sorry. We're white. Uh, 
God. I can't. All right, YouTube, help me out. What are... Sasha Kalye. Sasha Kalye. Okay. Because right. I, I try looking it up on Wikipedia and it didn't help. <laughs> like I'm gonna send what it looks what it looks like how it's pronounced to to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm white. Yeah. Google says Sasha Kaye, so there's there's different pronunciations. Yeah. Um. Oh, pff, I'm yeah, white. I, I, I don't. That don't help much. That don't help me. That's a squiggly <sighs> J. Hey, yeah, I don't know, but I'm white. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, anyway, the point is, I like her casting. Yes, I think she's a very good pick for Kara. She has some nice moments in the movie. Yeah, some. She I needs a better suit and a better, less and misogynistic a, script and a character and not being fridged for billions of years. Literally. <sighs> Okay. Is there anything else we like conceptually or anything in general? Uh, I got a genuine laugh out of the part where when they're when they're breaking out of the the Russian prison place whatever and they have to go up an elevator that's broken. Michael Keaton puts like a bomb under it and he just pulls out a regular ass tape measure. That was good. I will admit that was good. <laughs> and measures the elevator and asks the flashes how much they weigh. That's funny. Like that that's not a scene from any Keaton Batman movie ever, but that's funny. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um <laughs> I like that the first big scene Michael Keaton has cuts to Ezra Miller vomiting. <laughs> not 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 unironically, I think I think it literally it's, it's terrible, but it cuts to them throwing up on the camera. It kind of feels like someone was trying to say something. Is this movie partially a hit piece against Ezra Miller somehow? Or just about the concept of legacy or anything of the sort? I don't know. I thought it was funny that uh, Michael Keaton wore ascots a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. It's an interesting choice for Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I can see it. I can especially, see it. Especially old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Him being a hobo man <laughs> living in his closet. Just tap dancing on the table with the worst wig and fake beard you've ever seen. Why? That was kind of funny, I guess. Why? Why is it supposed to be our reintroduction to the guy? And he's a joke that's just flopping all over the place. Can't even do it right. Like, what are you people? What are you trying to say? I don't know. Are you trying to say maybe Keaton wasn't as cool as you thought, but then you say the opposite later, and it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, the scene with Barry's mom near the end, nearly got to me. It did nearly. 
Ezra Miller is just not that actor. No. And I was just thinking of the season one finale again. Yeah, I was just I was going to say it's just cheaper version of the CW finale because that one I had a whole season. And not to say, well, not just that, but Grant's a good actor. Uh, Grant's a great actor. That man gave it 120% every time, even when the show didn't deserve it. I'm sorry, but I, I'm going to think that Barry being like, it came back to tell you that we're going to be okay and I love you. And just, just fucking clenching his fist, trying to not fuck with what happened. And I, and like, we get kind of that when. Barry in this movie like takes the can of tomatoes and like I, I like the concept of the murder being changed by something as simple as a can of tomatoes. Yeah, no, that's good. That's some neat butterfly effect shit. Yeah, like this movie the explanation of things gets very weird. But basically the way time travel works in this movie, y'all, is bullshit. And it's, it, time travel is already a bullshit concept. It is, and you should be allowed to make up whatever rules you want. I'm not going to fight on that. But also, just do Back to the Future rules so people can understand it. Or Endgame rules. Yeah. Just don't don't go, oh, you changed one thing here. That means you changed both the future and the past to a whole new universe. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. That's it. I hope she made lots of spaghetti. I'm sorry. Die. But but yeah, like that 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 part was nearly there, but again, Ezra is not that actor. Yeah. Um oh, one last good thing I can think of. Return of the King. Aquaman's dad. Tomorrow. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. That was good. That genuinely got me happy. Oh, that was nice. That was fun. Um. Also, who the fuck is this guy? Did get a laugh out of me. Same. That that was genuinely funny. Like that, the only thing that made the audience in my theater. Same. Like, Blue. The only thing my audience reacted to, even a little. Nobody cheered for CGI dead people. No. Because um, I don't think anyone in my audience knew who most of those people were. Yeah. Even then, most of the people in my audience were old fogies. <laughs> right? That's so mean to say, I'm sorry. But, like, even They're then, old. they didn't they didn't pop off. No. Like, ugh. All right, anything else? Uh, okay. I was happy Michael Shannon was here for his 20 seconds. I can't even say that because he was asleep during He was, but that's why I was happy. Because <laughs> that man could not give less of a fuck, and that makes me happy. I he thought the way I thought the way he said this world must die in the trailer had to have been edited or just ch- cobbled together from different lines. No, that's how he says it in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, just, this world must die. <laughs> oh, also, 
we talk about... Like, I know we're gonna delve into the bad shit now, but, like, can we just talk about how fucking... That, when Zod makes his big message to the world, they try and fail utterly to recreate that static effect on the TVs from Man of Steel, and it just Why? looks like complete dog shit. Why could they not just use the footage from Man of Steel? It would have been so easy. They made it in full. I remember because there was a man, there was a Man of Steel I that had that video in full. It's I remember. Right you could have just upscaled it and then put it in your movie. Bada bing, bada boom. You you have it. Just cut out him saying Kal El. Like yeah. just have him re-record the lines. Just, that's it. It looks less creepy when we can see his. F- You're making us defend Man of Steel. What's the matter with you? <sighs> okay. Something I'm gonna say that's both that's gonna blend into negative because when we talk about negative, I want to s- start with like surface level stuff. Uh, the score. Boring. Boring. Like there's like t- two themes I can think of. Both of them are the Batman theme. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of something for the Flash that just sounds like worse version of the CW by Blake Neely. Yeah, pretty much. And like it, it's nothing discernible. No. Does Supergirl even have a theme? She does, but I don't. I don't remember it. Let me. Last Supergirl. Like, this movie's use of score is so mediocre. The only time anything's used definitively is when they start playing the Batman theme. Yup. The, 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 the Danny Elfman one. Yup. And also Wonder Woman's theme. She's just there. Yep. <sighs> Alright, yeah, I found it. It's nothing. Yeah. Like I'll I'll send it to you if you wanna you wanna listen, but there there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just instruments and noises. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll listen to that later. Don't. Or not. <laughs> But yeah, so the score is um bad. Uh, so let's talk about the VFX. Good fucking lord! Like I said, this might be the most hideous movie I've ever seen in my life. It here's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Andy Muschietti is very clearly trying to do poppy comic book ish style, like Raimi did, right? Yeah, I mean, hell, the aspect ratio is even the same as Spider-Man 1, right? Like, it, he's very clearly going for that. The problem is, this is the most studio-mandated movie of all. Yup. This is... Talk about the secret invasion intro. This shit is the most AI-generated movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, you have scenes that... Like, you have really weird-looking... Like, The Flash... Having like very a very bright outfit or very bright lighting effects, 
and the city itself is so gray. It's so lifeless. It looks so weird. And, like, and, you know, the fight scenes look like, look like shit. They do. I'm sorry, everyone. They do. Um, they, it looks like garbage. Like, let's get to the Chrono Bowl. Jesus Christ. Why? I am con- I am convinced. This is my theory on why it looks so It's because, you know, when they used Chrono Bowl near the end, we see Zod. I'm convinced that you're right, that, that Michael Shannon was on one day, 30 minutes max. Mm-hmm. And when they needed him to come shoot stuff for the Chrono Bowl, he was like, fuck no. No, no I'm good. So then because of that, they decided, fuck it. Every person in the Chrono Bowl who isn't like actively in the present is going to be a CGI creation. Because think about how much better it would have looked if, if it was like real footage used. Right. I like, I'm, of course, some things would have been CG. Like, right. But really, it's just like a matter of you take a shot and you composite it. And of course, like it's not that simple because it has to be like a three-dimensional shot and whatnot. Especially when you're moving through the years. But like it You looks... also just film it in a way that you don't have to worry too much about that. Yeah. Like it's basically just you have the shot, you put it on the same layer over and over. Bada bing bada boom. You got it. You could even do the thing where you shoot it in like a sick, like a sixty way, you know, like how they did it with the Matrix. But it looks terrifying to look. At. Like, why are we zooming? In? Why are we doing this to Henry Cavill again? Zooming in on his big CGI monster face. Why do you hate this man so much? This is the last time we're ever gonna see Michael. The last time Henry Cavill Superman. Michael. Michael, Michael Cavill. I, I think I was about to say Michael Shannon Zod, which <laughs> I guess is also true, but still. Yeah. This is the last time we're ever gonna see that man again. What a way to go, buddy! What a way to go. <sighs> like it. It just looks terrible. Like. It's insane. The green screen is abysmal. Like, holy shit. Like, it's, it's disgusting. The stuff in the desert is dire. Like, it's, it's a fucking, sp- fucking spy kids looks more real, man. It does. Like, it just, it looks like dog shit. <laughs> it, like, but it's, especially that one shot where Carl lands. He just put a smoke effect and that's it. There was no impact at all. Like this, this the Krypton suits look like. Sh- like Horrible. you could say, you could say from a design wise, they did back in the. At least they were rendered well, right? Like at least they, I could believe that those were things being, by real people. Yeah. Here, Shannon keeps his helmet, his goo helmet thing on, time. Because he was there for ten seconds, and they needed to hide that. Exactly. 
and I think the most egregious was that the was it was in the the ending because again that was a reshoot made while Miller was a fugitive. Yeah. Also, can we talk about how Feyor was there and she had no lines whatsoever? Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. Uh, the cool, the arguably the coolest part of Man of Steel. Fuck her. She doesn't get anything to say. You just get sliced up by the Flash with his big, stupid Krypton metal blade arm thing. That apparently no hindrance whatsoever. None. Especially when you get pumped full like a billion of those all over your body. It's fine. It's not doing anything to his blood. Speed force. Speed force. Except when you get hit, stabbed with it. Then speed force go bye-bye and you yeah. die. Speaking of speed force, the way all the fl- both of the flashes run in this movie. Horrible. Terrible. The, the first scene of the Flash running, embarrassing, in fucking embarrassing. Like I have that clip on my phone. No, and people will try to say, "Oh, well, it's just, it's because it looks bad because it's Supreme Court." No, we saw this movie in theaters. Both of us did. Both yep. of us did. We didn't it watch a cam rip. We went in theaters because we wanted to be accurate. It looks terrible. It's not even just the way that Ezra insists on running. It's a it's a PS3 model. It's a PS3 model just sliding on the floor. Just like, running in borderline slow-mo while everything goes super fast. Like, this is the shit that would have gotten you a failing grade in fucking animation school. Mm-hmm. It looks terrible. Like, like sure, this is, this is a failing walk cycle. Mm-hmm. It is absolute dog shit. Like... And they try to say, like, oh, like, Andy Muschietti said that the hummingbird style of the CW show looked stupid. That looks like God compared to this. It does. Because I can tell that is a running. Yep. There is impact to their steps. It looks like their steps have the effect on their body that a regular person running would have. Yep. Here it's just ice skating with lightning on the on any surface. Like Flash running on water, obviously I'm fine with that. The Flash can do that. Yeah. But there is no impact. Yeah. Also, if you're running that fast at like such insane speeds, the water should be like rippling and exploding like a mile behind you. Mm-hmm. Not as you're walking on it, because you're you're that fast. Mm-hmm. It should be moving in your wake, not as you're you're on it. Like they could try to say the logic is, oh, if he makes direct contact with the ground, that'll fuck up the ground. I'm like, I don't care. Just say it doesn't do that. It's fiction. You can make it up. It just no. it looks terrible. Like, of course, the way Ezra insists on running doesn't. Like, yeah, like, like, there's a bit later in the movie when Barry One has lost his powers and like tries to run in a circle around the room, and you know, he looks stupid because he does, because mm-hmm. that's how the running looks, and you know, it's kind of funny. But the problem is that that's how you look when you're supposed to be cool too, so it doesn't work. Doesn't work. 
it's kind of a running theme in this movie that all the stuff that's made to look cool looks like shit. And now Andy Muschietti's trying to say, no, it was intentional, though. It was intentional to look like shit. Don't no, it wasn't one. because you didn't shoot it that way. No. Like, if the Chrono Bowl was supposed to look gross and uncanny and weird, you would have had Flash skill like a a quick throwaway line like while running around it going, ew, what? All or right. at least have a physical reaction to it. Yeah, just go like, like, a, like a facial reaction of this looks so uncanny and weird. But no, it's supposed no. to be like, oh, this is my entire timeline of my life. And I'm seeing my new birthdays happen with my mom and I'm smiling, even though it looks terrifying. That shot of Barry's mom holding that birthday cake right up to the fucking screen will haunt my nightmares. It's like it's shot in a way, in composite in a way, like through, you know, in the initial concepts of this is supposed to look like, this is supposed to look cool and real. But as I said with that one video I tweeted out, they did not have the proper time. No. Which is crazy considering they filmed this two years ago. They, have, they filmed they it a, a bunch week of time. ago. <laughs> well, they filmed the ending a week ago. But... No, they filmed the whole thing a week ago. Oh, yeah. Whole thing. Even after the movie came out. Especially after. Because <laughs> they knew no one was going to go see it for the first week anyway. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but. Yeah, like, all that being said, let's get to the actually really horrifying parts of CGI. The cameos. Disgusting. Oh my yeah. god. So I, I'm going to eat something, and I'm going to mm-hmm. turn off my mic while I do it. Mm-hmm. So, you give, your two, you give your two cents while I do this. Okay, so... CGI puppeting dead actors not characters actors like real human beings is already like horribly scummy and weird to me on any level but there's always you know that argument of, oh but the family said it's okay so it's fine and you know what? whatever i'm not gonna argue with them about it like i don't care the first one they do and this is gonna be a trigger warning for anyone listening I'm not gonna lie cause we joke about you know, kill yourself every once in a while on this fucking show but like we we never mean it this is like act, talking about like an actual suicide that really happened um so you know just just a heads up for that in case it makes you anyone uncomfortable listening um so the first cameo that they do in that stupid scene at the end there is George Reeves Superman Here's a little history lesson about George Reeves Superman. Yeah, sure, the first live-action Superman. Yahoo. Um, he literally killed himself because Superman ruined his career. He couldn't get any work anywhere else. And he took his own life over it. And he had no family. He had... No one knows who owns his estate. So no one knows who got who, like, gave permission for this. 
or if anyone even needs to get permission for this, this they could just do this whenever they want. That's ghoulish and disgusting on every level. There is no justifying it at all. Also, Nick Cage fights a big fucking spider. What the hell's up with that? But no, seriously, like, that is... You can't... No. And then... You know, Christopher Reeve... He looks like a monster. Fucking... Helen Slayer, who's, who's alive! <laughs> and could just film... And supposedly did... I'm back. I agree with everything you said, oh, by the way. Alright, thank you. Uh, like... And, and again, just to go back to fucking Nicolas Cage fighting a big spider. This is the most impenetrable inside joke known to man. Who's gonna get that? Nobody. Kevin Smith. Well, he's not in every theater. He will be. <laughs> when he clones himself. He'll find a way. Uh, oh, and my favorite, the Jay Garrick that nobody knows who's playing him. Not the even a DC themselves. J.I. generated Garrick. <laughs> uh, like I said in that tweet, my favorite Jay Garrick actor, 00111010011011. Also in the same universe as George Reeves for some reason. Because old timey. Because we have to retcon in for, for nerd bullshit. Of all those things with George. All those superheroes in it too. Oh, whoa. Christ, it's fucking... Same thing with like, like Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater. Who needed a confirmation of this? Nobody. No one. Like... Like... I don't think most people know that Supergirl movie even exists. Nobody does. Nobody. No one watched it. And the few that did went, wow, this is terrible. Like, you know what the CW did with the history of Helen Slater? They, they made her Kara's mom. Yeah. That's what you do. They, they knew what they were doing with that. What they do with John Wesley Ship, they made him Barry's dad. And then eventually made him Jay Garrick. Yeah. And you know what they did with, with Nicolas Cage? They had him voice Superman in, in, in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Yeah. Th that's where everyone knows Nick Cage Superman from. And, and you, M Martian Manhunter's voice actor from Justice League Unlimited, like the cartoons and shit. He got to play Martian Manhunter's dad in Supergirl. Yeah. Like, it, that's how you handle this stuff. Not resurrect their puppet ghoul corpses. Like, Nick Cage and, and Helen Slater, like you said, supposedly did film stuff. But then, as, a, as according to reports, they just CG'd over them anyway. They had Nicolas Cage wear the suit, apparently. Like, actually, for real, wore the suit. But then and they then just... you look at him, and he looks like a fucking PS2 model. Because for some reason, they can't be like, hey, in another universe, these people are these characters, and they're still doing it, 
even into their old age. That would have felt more respectful. Yeah. And and then my favorite part, when Christopher Reeve Superman and Nick Cage Superman lock eyes across the multiverse or whatever the fuck, as their universes collide into each other and they both die horribly. Yeah. That's a good way to honor them. Very great. Oh, let's also let's also not forget another dead person, Adam West. Adam West. Yep, he's there too. Not not given a whole like, um, let's peer in and look to the audience, pan yeah, around no, like it, a video game. Yeah, no, his was like, I know it wasn't archive footage, but it at least almost felt like it. IMDb tries to say it's archive footage. I it's don't not. Them. Christopher Reeve being there, that was not archive. That was a CGI creation. Christopher Reeve did not film decades ago a scene of his Superman standing next to Helen Slayer's Supergirl staring at a sky vagina. (laughs) That did not happen. This is not ripped from any scene. It isn't. Hey, you know what? I know they couldn't have done this because for a couple logistical reasons, namely, it hasn't been cast yet. But you know what they should have used this for? Future Show- actors? Showing off the new people that we're going to get. Could have showed off Blue Beetle. Could have showed off... Could have showed Grant Gustin and John Wesley Ship for real. What? No, we don't have time for that. No, we don't have time for them. They don't fit. What we do have time for is J.I.-generated... Yep. Is he Teddy Sears? Is he DH Jamasley Ship? Is he nobody? And that's the fun of it, apparently. Yeah. Like, I love that, that fucking article where, like, Teddy Sears is like, Yeah, I didn't film anything for Flash. What? Everyone keeps saying, Man, I'm so happy you were in that movie. I wasn't there. He said, I, he said, like, I think I would have remembered filming yeah. a very like, big DC Like, I'm movie. very tired and sleep deprived because I have a baby, but. I think even in this state, I would have remembered, like, I would have remembered filming for a high-budget, big blockbuster DC movie. Mm-hmm. Little does he know when he went to go film the season finale of, or series finale, rather, of The Flash, they knocked him out and photocopied his face so that they could put him in the movie. As one does. As one does. As is tradition. As is tradition. But, yeah, no, the fact that they just straight up refused to have Grant, uh, Keenan Lonsdale, John Wesley Ship, any any Flash person from the Flash show. Even like Tom Cavanaugh or something. Even Tom Cavanaugh. Any of them. Any of them to show up they, in the... They kept this fucking brand alive for a decade, guys. And it, you can tell, like... And, like, of course, there'll be more about this later, but you can tell that, like, Andy Muschietti doesn't really give a shit about The Flash. He does character. not like this character. He wants he, Batman. He admitted he signed on to this when he heard that the co-lead, quote-unquote, was... <laughs> was... was was Michael Keaton's Batman. It's like it's like Barbara Muschietti said when we heard like we we had to do this when we heard that that Michael Keaton was in it. I'm sure it was worth it. Yep. 
You got to make him look like a goofy goober. Congrats. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. But it's, like, it's very disrespectful that, like is. he said, Grant's the only person who could play this right as the Flash show ended. No, not that Grant was the only person, that Ezra was the only person. Yeah, right. Literally not even a week after the finale aired, fucking Andy's going on the mic going, yeah, no, Ezra's the only one that could ever play this character. That's fucking disrespectful. Like, yeah. like, like I'm not regardless, saying he has to regardless of how shit the show had become by the end. Grant had earned his fucking stripes. Mm -hmm. He deserves fucking respect from this fucking company and the people in it. Like Grant, Tom Cavanaugh, Candace Patton too. Yeah, like God, the shit I, she had to deal with. I feel so fucking bad for her, man. With n not the greatest writing, and also the fans, fans, quote unquote, blaming her and attacking her for it. And she's not the writer. Like, it, it's very disrespectful to the past nearly 10 years of shit they've had to do of the long hours to just not even give them a place on the film that's about the multiverse. And a big section of the film being like, look at the other universes with other versions of these characters. And like, the and like literally only one is is a Flash character. The rest of them are variations of Batman, but mostly Superman for some reason. There's like three different versions of Superman here, one different version of Batman, and a different version of Supergirl, and and one one JI generated Garrick. And like you, literally, you can't even use the corporate mandated excuse with this because these were all people that Andy specifically picked out. He said that this was his given carpet for the seat. Right? If it's a character that DC owns, he can use it. And he actively chose to. And again, maybe it's a thing of them telling him he has to say that in order to throw him under the bus, right? Right. There's always a chance because I don't, I'm not going to write WB off and say because they didn't. They oh no, didn't they're stop. all scum too. All but he actively chose to resurrect dead people with CGI instead of, and said we just didn't have the space for, for uh, for 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 Grant or or John Wesley Ship. No, they did apparently have a space for, was even more CGI dead people. Because they, they, there were like three others that were there. Mm -hmm. the discussing film posted it. Um, let's see what they were. If I can, but uh, while I do continue, right? Like it's just like there, there's literally no justifying this shit whatsoever, especially because these cameos weren't needed at all. That scene didn't need to happen even a little bit. It didn't. Literally, the movie like pauses so that the three, the three dumb Ezra's can look up at the sky and see them exploding. Oh yeah, uh, the three cameos that were were Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Yup. Which, let's be honest, would have been CGI'd over and de-aged. 
Yep. Um, Marlon Brando's Jor-El. What the fuck are you doing? At least Superman Returns used archive. Jesus. Right? Like, if you ask Marlon Brando, hey, you want to be Jor-El again? He'd shoot you. Mm-hmm. And the last one, Krypton, is Cesar Romero's Joker. <laughs> like. Guys. Fuck all of you. I would not be shocked if at a point Heath Ledger might have been it. I genuinely would not be shocked if they considered Heath Ledger. Like, I genuinely, there's no part of me that thinks, oh, they wouldn't do that. Because, you know why? Because fucking George Reeves is right there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, was, you can't you can't use the poor taste excuse when all of them are in poor taste. Mm-hmm. This movie's just creatively bankrupt, top to bottom. Yeah, creatively and morally bankrupt. Yep. <sighs> I think that's all I gotta say about this, the fucking cameo shit. Now. Yeah, you, like, you 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 said like my my thoughts exactly. Yep. Uh, so let's get to the the movie itself. It's bad. All this could be forgivable, maybe. Not the cameo parts, but bad CGI and mediocre score. Could be forgivable if the movie itself, if the story and characters are good, right? No. I have bad news, everybody. (laughs) They're all shit. All of them. Ezra sucks. Yeah. Like, I... They're just bad. I do not see the appeal of Ezra's character. No. Like... I like the parts when they start kind of rambling off about, like, science stuff in regards to, like, how their powers and suit and stuff works. Like, that's fun. That's very Barry Allen, you know? But they're so fucking annoying. And the other one. There's two of them. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah, God there damn are two it. of them. And then by the end, it's really getting out of hand. There's three of them. They all suck. There's three, actually. There's three, actually. And they're all bad. Why don't I just see two two more? There's three, actually. Sorry, I just had to do the pit. No, you're right. I understand. We had to be reminded of a good movie. Oh, my God. This movie sucks. Grant... They try to put Grant as Barry One as the main Barry into the more serious position. You mean Ezra? as? You, want, I you keep wanting about... it to be Grant. I do. I don't blame you. Uh, they keep putting Ezra as trying to make them comic book Barry of being you know no nonsense, serious, whatnot. It doesn't work because they still just act like they still act in like a teenager. Right. And I guess even worse with Barry too. I have never in my entire life seen a more annoying character in one of these movies. Probably the worst main character in a comic book movie. 
why why does Barry to laugh like fucking Skull's kid from Power Ranger <laughs> Samurai? It's like like what the fuck are you people doing? People tried to say the speeding Gonzalez scene was funny, and no, it didn't get a laugh out of me at all. No. And of course, like, we have to see Ezra Miller naked at the end because. I feel like if it was any other actor, I would have laughed. But then I think about it's Ezra Miller. It's like, oh. And also, other actors have more charisma. And yeah. Good acting abilities. And, and like. I know Ezra's done good projects before. Like, you know, we. Like like perks of being Wallflower, and we need to talk about Kevin. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, they, I, I've seen perks of a perks of being a Wallflower before, and like they, that was probably like the first thing I ever saw them in. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they were they were decent in that. Um, yeah. Not in this movie though. In this movie, <laughs> it they're not it's good. Just, it's just annoying. They they don't have the capacity at least at this rate. Like let's let's put out let's put away like all like let's separate for a second, right? All mm-hmm. the real world stuff that they've done. I don't think they have the chops to carry a franchise like this. No, they don't. I don't think so. They don't have they they've tried to be pinned as like the top of of DC. Tom Holland has the sauce at least. He doesn't have a great agent currently, but no, he yeah, has he's the worst one on the planet. He has the acting ability, I believe, to carry this franchise, to be the face of it. I believe it. Yeah. I I can buy him as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I cannot buy Ezra Miller as the Flash. I can't any of them. None of them. Like Barry one Bart, whose whole thing is he's supposed to be annoying. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the strangest thing about this movie is that the movie is self-aware about Barry, about Barry two being annoying, but still jingles him in our faces. Yeah, as like kind of trying to be like, as like try, they're trying to antagonize us. And people have said it's supposed to be like this. How far Barry's come from how he was in. Justice League. Yeah, like yeah, that's what they're going for. But Barry too is so much more annoying than that. Yeah, like the idea is to show like Barry like maybe it's them thinking, oh no, people just overblew how annoying Ezra was in Justice League. We can show them how really annoying that they could have been if they think about it. And it's like, guys, this sucks. And it's not funny. And it's weird because it feels like they hated Barry too as much as we did. Yep. So then they give him a very mean spirited death. And this movie doesn't work on the dynamic of Ezra and themselves. No. Like, because it's supposed to be this, like, the, the big, you know, emotional connection of the movie. But it doesn't mean anything. They don't. They don't use it as a vehicle for 
they they tried to with the with the you move you used monkey as a dart thing. Mm-hmm. They there was something there, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know what they should have done? Tell me. Have Grant play Barry too? Yeah. Cause like like as much as I would rather Grant be the main Flash, that that was off the cards, unfortunately. So like whatever, fine. But you have Grant Gustin come in and be the other Barry in this movie. Like, I could see him being this annoying little shit, but making it kind of charming. And I, I know he can play evil future Flash because I seen yeah. Savitar, where they just I, stole that. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if that was the original plan, but then they realized this would have been too on the nose with with the set with dark flash so they made it ezra and themselves but this is just the thing about this movie there is not even a small change you can make that can fix it no. it's all just shit you have to change the whole th- you have to make a whole new movie exactly like you have to make a movie about gorilla grod wanting to go back in time and turn man to monkey yeah that's it we that's made a billion. success exactly you gotta kick the fish back in the water. Exactly. Like, I can't even say, like, the most obvious change I would make is have Barry 2 be secretly Thawne. You know, do the thing of Thawne changing his face to look like Barry. Right. As a way to fuck with him. Like, and, you know, actually make it feel like a flat story. Like, I can't even say that because then everything else, everything else, like, you could have, you know, could have been like, you know, be manipulates Barry into giving him his powers. Yeah. But like. <laughs> but no. It's just annoying. Because, I mean, we still have the shit with Zod and Ke- And Supergirl. Oh, let's talk about Keaton for a sec. Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about this man. Why is he here? He is asleep at the wheel the entire time. This could have been any Batman, and nothing would change. Any Batman, any of them. It could have been Ben Affleck, and yeah, it would have been. Yeah, like, it could have still just been Ben Affleck, but in a funny hat. <laughs> <laughs> nothing would change. Fuck, You know what would have actually been really cool? You you make it Ben Affleck, but you make him act like a Silver Age Batman, mm-hmm. who's like brave and the bold type shit. Mm-hmm. Where he's had all these crazy, wacky adventures and wears a big, bright, colorful costume. Because, I mean, hell, Keaton talks like that's what he was. Yeah! No, he doesn't talk like his movies happen at all. Like, motherfucker, you fucked the penguin. He, he, explains, he explains time travel and multiverse. <laughs> How do you know that shit? What did you do? You live in a cupboard! How do you know that... You the, make spaghetti. The, how do you know this? Like, did Kilmer and Clooney happen? And you remember that? Maybe. Is that, what, is that the Oh, I actually wouldn't be shocked if that was a deleted scene. That he said some time shit happened and he turned into two other people. But then he had to fix it. <laughs> I, I just have this image in my head now of like, of like, like 
Barry asks Keaton, how do you know that shit? And he just starts, like, gl- glitching. Like, he starts, like, freaking out, going, like, like, his head starts shaking really fast. He turns into Kilmer for a second, and he turns into Clooney, and then back into Keaton. It's just a thing he has as a condition. <laughs> he starts turning into a glowing skeleton like the Master sometimes. <laughs> Everyone starts turning into versions of him. Some people are Keaton, some people are Clooney, some are Michael Shannon. They all turn into Zod. That sounds like a Zod story. Honestly, yeah, it does. Just take over the world by replacing everyone with him. He'd do that. He'd do that. DC, write this down. Make that movie. Or show or comic, whatever. Make it. I'd read that. I I love how Keaton's the main advertising of this. He has no character arc. What are you talking about? You come out of retirement one last time. What convinced? He's convinced with very little to put the suit back on. And he's not rusty at all. No, not even a little. It's like one part where, like, they're again they're in the Soviet prison. And, like, the chef walks out. He's, like, trying to front on him. Like, spook him. Just, like, going, like, Ugh. And the guy's just standing there. He's like, Bro, you're fucking Batman. Just knock him out. What are you doing? I hate to admit it got a little bit of a chuckle out of me. Same, it I'm did. Like, but I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? Is it, like, again... This isn't the Keaton Batman from those movies that you're trying to get the boomers in the seats for. This is a parody of him. It is. Oh my god, it is, though. Like, like, how is this supposed to get people hyped for him? Like, he is a bat kite. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, I was... Giant Batman logo. (laughs) Like, I was half waiting for the twist that this is actually Batmite. <laughs> Just, like, playing a joke on everybody. And that's why none of it makes sense. Like, on one hand, I like the comment of Bruce being a funny old dude who's yeah, not no, severely I, depressed. Part of me likes the idea that like, Keaton Batman in his later years just kind of mellowed out. Like, I like the idea that he accomplished his mission, that God is safe. Like, that's an interesting thing, you know? Because he killed everyone. (laughs) Yeah, he killed all the criminals. That's what you do. That's what my parents taught me. Kill them all, Bruce. They all went to Metropolis. They They all went to Chicagopolis. There's a hammock made of dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, part of me is like, I want to be like, Keaton's like, yeah, well, Gotham's great now. The crime rate of zero. And then they look out the window and it's just a crater. Like, that's what it felt like. It did, because we don't see Gotham at all. No. You know why? It's because they don't have the money to do the crazy Art Deco Tim Burton shit. They don't. They have enough money for Chicago. Oh, God. It's so... I just, like, I'm not a big Keaton stan, so, like, it's not like my enjoyment was the point, but, like, 
I don't think even Keaton fans were really impressed with this. No, like, he doesn't do anything. He fights six guys and blows and he up kills an elevator. himself twice. <laughs> God, I can hear Birdman in this man's head. Won't you fly? Huh? Like, oh my Creep. God. It's so funny the first time he does it. It's it's hilarious both times, but like the first time, he's like he tries to shoot the the mothership and it's, it has a shield, and they shoot him down. He's like, I'm not going alone, and just smiles like he's going to fucking Nirvana. He's excited. <laughs> he's craving death, <laughs> and he crashes in, and it's shielded, and he explodes and dies, and nothing happens. He knew that was gonna happen. And yes, we know that the ejection was broken. Like that, that mechanic was broken. We yeah, know no, I, I knew he couldn't get out. Like, whatever, that's fine. He could have tried something else. He could have gone for any of the other ones. Go for the and big then, guy. That's not a better idea. <laughs> it's not, but I believe that more than the mothership that you know is impenetrable. The part where he stuck the bombs over that guy looked terrible like yeah I, i'm seeing people on twitter trying to gas that up i'm like what are you people watching like first of all of course it cgi looks like shit second of all it doesn't work seeing keaton doing arkham shit yeah, it doesn't I, I can't but again if this was any other batman maybe i would have bought it if it was bale i would have been like okay i believe that even though he wasn't super athletic in his movie. Yeah, maybe not even Bale, because, again, that dude had a heart attack a mile away from him. <laughs> Remember? Like, the fights in those movies were bad, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, they were. But no one cared, because everything else was so good. Yeah. But... But anyway... Like, Keaton Batman was the man who would saunter up those stairs, throw two punches, and kill you by throwing you over the ledge. Really? <laughs> and, like, light the dynamite in your pants and kick you to your death. He is not fucking Arkham takedown dive bomb man <laughs> with 17 bombs in his belt. <laughs> and grapple moves of hanging on to a man for dear life. I do not believe that that man can take those bullets in the back with wings and not keel over and die. <laughs> like, just from the force of it. Just from the force! Like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> press about it, because, like, I mean, Pattinson took shots to the head. Like, and right. he's... It's all he, fake bullshit anyway. It's all fake bullshit, but I just mean because Keaton's Be 70. Because it's Michael Keaton, I can't buy it. I can't. <laughs> but his second death is so fucking funny, where he's, like, on the ground, like, bleeding out. He, he never got her email address. <laughs> the, the jelly packet like, burst in his yeah, neck. Barry's trying to, like, take the cowl off. He's like, no, 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 let it happen. Let it happen. I want it. Give me death. Just like Sonic. Just like Sonic. <laughs> Barry's just like, what the fuck? And look, Keaton says, like, 
thank you for bringing me back. He's like, you didn't do anything. You had no arc. You we had no emotion. You had no emotional development. You died for you nothing. Were, you were just funny old man convinced to put back on the suit and then you just helped him and then that's it. Like, like that's the, the thing with this is like if this is canon to the ba- the Keaton Batman movies, then that means everything Keaton did in those movies was for nothing. Yeah. The world ends. Todd and you can't stop it. Fuck him. Only Henry Cavill and his big booba can stop it. Oh yeah, we should probably talk about Supergirl. There's... <laughs> oh my god, they hated her. She remember that video of Andy Muschietti casting casting Sasha and like it's very emotional and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What changed? What happened? He hated her. Like she, we don't meet her. Like we don't meet either of them until the movie. So first yeah. off, that's that's a problem. Um, especially when these two are like major characters. Who are yeah. supposedly main characters but aren't. Um, we meet Supergirl like at the end of Act Two. Yeah, and she's in the movie and for like a grand total of five minutes afterwards. They bum rush her story arc. Like, it's like she, well, you know, I guess humans are pretty cool after all. Like, she hates humans because they held her captive. Then she leaves. Then she feels bad when Zod stabs a military general. And then she comes back and helps Barry with his powers. And then was like, okay, I'll fight him. Yep. So here's something else that I found very funny while watching this movie. It this isn't like a fucking universe ending problem for me. This is just something that really sold to me. They they have not watched Man of Steel at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Zod has his big dumb bubble helmet on the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. He doesn't get any of the super sensory powers until that helmet is broken. And yet he can hear Supergirl muttering no from like a thousand miles away and look at her dead in the eye. And also hear her coming from inside of a tornado just by standing still and thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. Is a stupid bubble helmet still on? He shouldn't have that power. I'm sorry, guys. We're we're children. I'm sorry. We are. Like, I think this also this kind of goes back a bit to a bit of a problem with Man of Steel. Is it was very wishy washy over which powers Kryptonians got through which. Yeah. Like, how come, how come you guys have all these crazy super strength powers and shit, but no laser eyes or supervision or shit, but you're in the same sun? But with the helmet, you don't, but also you, like, what? Also, Zod, you got control of that shit in, like, a second. What are you talking about, painful metamorphosis? Get out of here. You just didn't want to put the work in. But you see... Um, 
Smoke bomb. <laughs> Keaton Batman would do that in this movie. What? He'd accidentally breathe it in and fall over. Like. Uh. I. Yeah, that that's did not pay attention to that movie at all. No, they watched the cliff note. They watched the nostalgia critic review. Of it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I am Jesus. Yeah, you are, buddy. <laughs> and so, for some reason, now they're like, "Oh, Supergirl has the codex in her." Because time is different. And then we found him. We have found him. We have found him. <laughs> I had to try to fight my laughter so hard. We have been joking for years now that he would say that. <laughs> and he did. I'm z- Part of me is disappointed he didn't go all in on it. But also I understand why he did it because Michael Shannon is not there. He's not there. He's in the Zoom call. It's a VR world that he was put in. God, I... Just to check, are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay, I just want to be sure, because I I didn't know if if your mic did that again. Oh, great. Yeah, Yeah, then... then yeah, I can hear you. You're good. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then he says they fucking killed that baby. And, uh... We stabbed him. And Supergirl fights him. And... Loses. Fucking kills her in two minutes. Yep. She gets really, really tired really quickly. Which... Is something I kind of get. Because she's been captive for... Entire life. She literally just woke up. Yeah. And, and like, is literally just getting used to having powers and being in the sun, right? Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. But she has two flashes and bat to help. Like, yeah. Also, I, I, I think I asked this on Discord, but I generally, I don't remember. Did Sans armor have weird hidden arm blade things? It did, yeah. Okay. I didn't remember if it did or not. Oh, he really only used it when he killed Jorah. Th- that's right, that's what it was. Oh, like, uncle, like, niece. How poetic, I think. We're gonna shock the Codex out of you now. With this so- weird thingamabob. So- Suck, 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 suck. suck. Why? <laughs> Why didn't I just do this to, to Cal in the other movie? Because then we can't Why have I this. Why stick part. him in a nightmare VR world? Literally, they could have just put the thing on his chest and bada bing bada. <laughs> like, but no. Like, I like to. I have this image in my head now of like Cal Superman's in the horrible nightmare VR world talking to Zod. But that Zod is also just like a hologram, and the real one is like just right in front of him, just like crouched, holding the stupid machine, waiting to stab him in the booby. 
<laughs> oh yeah, also this is Deanna Supergirl. Uh she's she's fridged because Barry too has a crush on her that is only said like two minutes prior. Mm-hmm. And has to make him angry and want to and turn Dark Flash. <laughs> Which Man. Should we talk about Dark Flash? We should. So, we made the Savitar comparisons earlier, but there is literally a shot in the movie when he pushes Barry out of the, the speed force, and, like, we see a shot of him in the portal, where he's just a complete silhouette with purple eyes. That is identical to what Savitar looked like. Yeah, that was straight up just Savitar. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they just stole his model for that and put it in yep. silhouette and changed the colors. Like, it's just it's absurd. We have, to, we have to make it purple. Because he's, he's evil. Yeah. How, how does that make it purple, yeah. though? Uh, he shows up three times in this movie. Yep. First two times are for, like, less than a minute. Um, The second time is for, like, a maximum of... When... Stealing again from Sam Raimi. You remember the part in Spider-Man Woman Green Goblin? What if we did that again, but with a Dementor? But with, look at his scary sharp teeth. It's literally just the scene from Rise of Skywalker. Where Evil Ray shows her spooky sharp teeth. And hisses. Like... I I thought that would be how Dark Flash should be introduced was with the jump scare shit where like Barry's running through a speed force tunnel or whatever to get back home and then Dark Flash just zooms in and eats the camera and pushes him out. <laughs> but then I remembered, wait, that's the time wraith from Flash season two. They can't do that again. But they did. They did it. And then finally we see him in the in the final scene in the Chrono Bowl and Barry too is going insane. And he's like, it was me, Barry. You, me, it, you. It was me, me. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. I gotta do it. it was me, me. This was fucking terrible. Oh my god. I've lived more than you could ever. <coughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was smoking. My dick just. <coughs> just suck a wreck in. Sounds like Mermaid Man. Yeah, they put Ezra in coated them in dog shit and put them in old age makeup and a and a like like one strand of white hair. How do you like my emo haircut? I think it makes me look youthful. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much metal in my veins. Have you ever okay. seen that one movie, Logan? It's like me. This is... 
This is. <laughs> it just dies from metal poisoning. <laughs> this is just like Logan. I'm Logan, guys. You're my Laura, I think. They pull out a maybe, gun and shoot him. Maybe, maybe I'm Chuck. Wait. No. How did I get here? I'm, I'm X24. What year is it? What what day is it? Is it time for bingo? I can't be late. Hold on. And he gets out a walker. But it's made of Kryptonian metal shrapnel bullshit. When it cuts to him running. It's a walker. It's him scooting. It's like sped up footage of someone using a walker and how Go very slowly, so it's like dish, 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 dish. that's how Jay Garrick should run from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, I I do not mean to be making fun of old people. I am making I fun of old Ezra Miller. I do. I'm kidding. I'm making fun of Mermaid Man. <laughs> but but anyway, um, they do a last minute bootstrap paradox here of. I needed to send you to my time so I'd be created. And like, that's not I'm, how time works, though. As you've established, it's been established. Time. That's not how it works. It's like I needed you to create me and my past self. Except that's no longer my past self because I'm here changing things, and he's meeting me. And I killed him. So oh, no. now I, I'm separate. Because that's a change. Wait, why am I disintegrating? No. Damn you, Thanos. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck you. Fact that oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Uh, yeah, no, Barry 2 wants to fuck Supergirl really bad, just like oh, yeah. Cosmo the Comet the Horse. Yeah. <laughs> The role Ezra was born to play. God. It, it's such a shameless, shallow, misogynistic fridging to give Barry to man pain. Even though he just met her, like, less ago. than a day ago. <laughs> like, And he can't get over losing Super... And Batman, two people he was very close to. I really think that one gave a shit about Batman. Okay, Bat- right, Batman, yeah. Because yeah, he kept going, I'll say Supergirl. You got Batman. Do it. Uh, Why did he just kill Because that would have made sense. Like, he has a big, dumb Kryptonian metal arm blade thing. There about. is no reason, like, like saying that this is, like, a fixed point before that... Then they say that Barry won the fixed point or something. Like, here's the thing about this to me that I don't understand. Okay, yeah, sure, this is, like, Zod has to win. Okay, sure, fixed points. In that case, Barry shouldn't be here. 
if shit's fixed, Feora shouldn't be able to be killed. Mm -hmm. Like, Supergirl should still be in the prison. Batman shouldn't be here. None of this makes sense. It doesn't. It's it's such a because it it wasn't written to. It was written so that they could do a weird nostalgia thing for both Keaton fans and Man of Steel fans, and the, and then do a flashpoint. It was written to do that. It wasn't written to make sense. Yeah, no. the which all loops back around to. The core problem with Flashpoint it is that Barry saving his mom changes shit that shouldn't be changed by it, but is arbitrarily changed so that we could have a big dumb alternate universe shit. And but Thong gets to kill his mom and Oh, that's because he he's a bad guy. He could do whatever he wants. And at least the Flashpoint paradox, the animated movie, had it so that I'm I'm not mistaken, right? Thawn in that movie, Thawn didn't kill Nora. Nora was just killed by someone. It was just some burglar. Yeah. So Thawn is just there to shit on Barry. Yeah. Which I personally find much more interesting if we have to do the dead mom angle. And a lot better. Like like I'm fine with killing Barry's mom. I mean, help. Season one. I thought yeah, it was I'm fine well with done. that. I'm fine with it in the CW show because I feel like they did it very effectively. Because they established that Thawne killing Barry's mom did change things fundamentally. Yeah, that's the thing. Thawne created his own flashpoint there. Like when he killed killed his mom because she wasn't supposed to die there, and her dying means Barry doesn't become the Flash, which means he doesn't become the Reverse Flash, mm -hmm. which takes away his powers and strands him in the past. And all these other superheroes just either don't exist or haven't become the heroes yet. Like, yeah. like in Thawne's original world, the Justice League existed. Like, yeah. the classic Superman Justice was there. Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, It Flash, was a much more comic-accurate world. <laughs> which I think is a fine explanation of why they can't do certain characters in the CW. Like, that was, yeah. that was, that was fine. Thawne broke time. So he, there were consequences for him when he did that. Yeah. But in the comic, it's just, no, he got to do that. Just I, I got the negative speed force, which means I can change the past paradox-free. Except I can't kill Barry, because that's a paradox. But I can totally kill his mom, no consequences whatsoever. Ugh, it, but if Barry tries to go back and change it, he'll break everything forever yeah. because he's sad. It just like it doesn't work. I won't I, like the idea of one fucking up everything is interesting, right? It is. I love butterfly effect shit, but the way it's supposed to work is that it changes everything from that point onward. You don't yeah. cr you you split a timeline in two. You make yeah. you make another branch timeline essentially. Yeah. No, you you branch the spaghetti. Yeah. You don't go to a whole other strand of spaghetti. Yeah. It's so so because like when he first does it, like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then he's like, but then you create a whole new spaghetti. And it's like, no, you don't. Like, 
I mean, again, time travel's fake. It's not real. But, like, it's the way this movie did it is so goddamn confusing. It's so it complicated. Like, how is my dad supposed to understand this shit? No, none of them will. No dads will. Like, like my dad is... He is sick and tired of the multiverse stuff. Like, he doesn't like it. It confuses him, and he doesn't get it. But when he heard, like, he doesn't know how Michael Keaton comes back. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't understand how they do that. They just think, oh, he's just back now. Okay, cool. Because, honestly, I'm pretty sure he forgot about Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, (laughs) I think a lot of people did. Uh, So they were like, yeah, whatever. And I... I don't know if he's seen it yet or not. I need to hit him up and ask, hey, did you see The Flash? Because I think if I do, he's going to be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, he, I can vision it now. He's, I can see him seeing the fucking scene of my, hom, hobo Michael Keaton explaining time travel with the spaghetti, just going, what the fuck is this? Just, it'll just leave the theater. Like, he'll, he'll just be like, fuck Oh, he's not out. going to a theater for this. <laughs> that man hates movie theaters. He'll just fucking pirate everything. Based. He has a fire stick for that. Based. Jailbreaking fire stick. Based. Yeah, right. Remember when I went to freshman year of college, that all everyone talked about on how to get cable? You know, like, I don't know how to do that. Can someone teach me? No? Okay. So I just went without cable, but whatever. But... But yeah, like it's so it you can use multiple concepts of time travel and blend them together, right? Like Endgame did use, you know, butterfly effect plus, you know, branch timeline, right? Right. And they're like, if you change something, it creates a new timeline. You you're not changing a future because then, you know, if you go if if you change the past, like that's your new future. Like, and your current future becomes the past. So, like, you can't change it. It's just, it's just creating a new branch that then you jump back to in the original yeah. timeline. Yeah. Changing the past doesn't change the future. Your, you, your, your time is fixed. You don't, mm-hmm. because if you could change it, then you break everything. Mm-hmm. Which I, I would actually like if in, in like, say, a Fantastic Four movie thing. Doctor Doom does discover that form of time travel, and it like fucks shit up. For- yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Because I think I think it's canon that in the comics, Doom does have that specific form of time travel when no one else does, mm-hmm. and he 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 trademarked it as the Doom Lock <laughs> on time travel. Of course he would. Of course, of course. <laughs> I love but- this man. He's great. But he should have been in I, this movie. He should have. I wouldn't be surprised if Deadpool 3 cables time time travels different from like it is a direct thing. Mm-hmm. It does directly change the timeline. So I, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if that's if that's part of Deadpool 3. Um, but we'll see. Uh but this movie combines like three different concepts of time travel, like, and it 
none of them work together. None of them. Because they don't try to make them work together. Like, like they do the bootstrap paradox with Dark Flag, but, but then, like, Barry 2 sees him, and he doesn't immediately disintegrate. So, what, 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 it, it doesn't make, they don't even try to explain that, oh, he's now a, he's now just a completely separate being. But then why? Because if he was, he wouldn't disappear. Yeah, and he wouldn't need Barry to create him. Yeah, like, like, yeah, wait. How did, how does he exist at all? If, if, if Barry doesn't end up here. They needed a villain for the last second. (sighs) They, they, Dark Flash has both of the villains in this so laughably bad that it's just like the Flash has one of the most robust rogues galleries of all time. It it, it goes like Spider-Man, Batman, and Superman and Flash are tied, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. I'd say I'd put Flash over Superman to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, you got fucking Gorilla Grodd. The Reverse Flash, the, 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 Zoom, the Cat and Cold, Mirror Master, fucking Heat Wave, Trickster, the f- fucking Weather Wizard, like, the, the, uh, Golden Glider, even fucking Plunder, I'm, I'm t- Murmur, I'm digging Thinker, I'm we had Thinker in the Suicide Thinker! Like, like What what are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we doing that? Why are we ripping off CW with Dark Flash Savitar Man? Hell, you could have used real Savitar. You could have. Or you could have just said fuck it and had reverse flash. No, like, but we what? could maybe save him for a potential sequel that will never what happen. What sequel? Like what This dude's whole thing has become fucks up Barry's life. This was if you're gonna do Flashpoint, this is the movie you have Thawn in. Yeah, but no, you didn't do that. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. All of this sucks. There is no saving it. <laughs> God, I like. There is one thing I actually did like that I forgot to mention. Barry being at Metropolis during the events of Man of Steel. That was that's a good addition. Should have been the opening to the movie, but it was a good. Um, the movie doesn't do much with it because no. Barry is split into two characters or three, if you count Dark Flash. So our main Barry doesn't really have much of a character arc, except just learning. Maybe I should let my mom die. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Kent. Thank you, Paul Kent. You did it. Finally, a superhero is finally taking your philosophy to heart. But like I'm the so... thing, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> the thing that really gets me, the linchpin about why this movie doesn't, work, right, mm-hmm. is Barry's supposed to have this arc about coming to terms realizing that like like that big line sometimes there's no solution 
sometimes you have to just let go, right? Yep. Which I think that's a good line, right? It is. It would be impactful if Barry won something, went through things that made him realize. The problem is that is all Barry Two's doing. Yep. Barry Two is the one who goes through that. Yeah, Barry One figured that out like right away, and just kept saying, "No, you can't do it. Stop." Like Barry Two went, "No." How much more impactful would it have been if Barry, if like you know, somehow we were able to cut Barry Two out completely from this movie, and like we were able to cut him out? Main villain by the end is Reverse Flash. And this entire battle, Reverse Flash is trying to fuck with Barry and prevent him from stopping. Well, he's not not even doing anything, actually. And Barry's trying to save everyone, but it doesn't work. He's the one who keeps going back in time. Constantly going back, trying to fix things. Mm-hmm. Barry 1 is the one doing this. All while Thawne is just watching him do it. And then Barry fights Thon and realizes it's pointless. But and like obviously, you know, you could say the villain doesn't get beaten by the end. You could you could have some of Barry is able to trap him or beat him. Yeah, and, you would just and, just say Thon is stuck in this timeline. Yeah. Like if he tries to leave, he gets a race. Mm-hmm. But after Barry constantly trying to fix the and fighting Thawne in between, he starts to realize sometimes there is no solution. Sometimes you have to just let go. And that's when he realizes that I have to let my mom go. But I can say my dad, though. Yeah, let's let's get to that. Um, so. So we, we mentioned it briefly before how. The way Flashpoint or whatever is caused in this movie is Barry takes the the, the reason that the mom died in the first place is because there was that they, they she needed a, a can of tomatoes that she forgot at the store, so Henry left to go get it, and then the burglar assumed that it, the house was empty and killed the mom and ran away. Uh, so in the the Flashpoint, what Barry does is goes back to like. Either earlier that day or the day before, it doesn't matter. Point is, it goes back and just puts the can of tomatoes in the cart and leaves, so that she doesn't forget it. But, but to undo it, you know, he he takes it out and puts it back on the shelf, and then he looks up at the security camera and just moves the display of the canned tomatoes up a shelf so that in the future when when the the video evidence finally comes to light of Henry's alibi he actually looks up to at the camera so it gets his face yeah. and gets him acquitted I hope you enjoyed no moral theater And then at the end, everything change again. People have different faces. <laughs> like things change again. 
but because they don't directly negatively affect Barry and his it's life, fine. it's fine. Oh no, Batman looks like George Clooney now, the horror. Like, no, like, J- Barry is awkward about it, but then at the post credit scene, he's just chilling with, with Aquaman. I mean, like, yeah, it's crazy, right? Anyway, I'm sure that was, like, it flies in the face of the point of Flashpoint. Because the point of Flashpoint is like, and you could say it's a bad point, I don't, I don't know. I think the show did it well, actually, of you changing anything in the timeline, you're gonna, f- like, you're going to change it. Yeah. Like, things right. will be changed. It doesn't matter if if you reset it back to the way it was, things are going to be different. Yep. Like, it's almost like it's a consequence for changing abusing the timeline to be- for abusing your power to begin with. And even though you fix things, it's still a reminder that you made a mistake and you have to make sure you don't use your power like that again. Yeah. Because you but, can't play God. You're not God. No, we're men. Like I said before, that the coffee cup like metaphor is one of my favorite depictions of time travel ever. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, the, the, this cup is the space time continuum, and when you when you travel through time and change something, it breaks. But when you try to put it back, it it will never quite be the same, no matter how like, hard you try. Like you can glue it back on, but the cracks still, will always be there. The crack is there, like. Like people argue, like people complain about how Flashpoint was only episode, which I do agree. I think it should have been the first half of the season. Yeah, it should have um, been like at least five episodes. I think. Yeah, I feel like if if it if it happened later on, they would have done that because, like you know, how later seasons had like Armageddon and then the mm-hmm. the blood the blood work and then Mirror Master arc and whatnot. Yeah, I think I think they would have done that, but like. What the show did is that it it showed that everything Barry did had a consequence. Yep. Like, going back in time to begin with and, re- and resetting everything has a consequence. Like, Cisco's brother's dead. Caitlin's becoming Killer Frost. Iris and Joe don't talk to each other. Like, Diggle's, Diggle's kid has changed. Like... That one was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but, but like, there are things that have changed that are, and Barry has to wrestle with that and taking responsibility for people, like, rightfully are angry with him about it. Like, right. Cisco, especially. Like, it was like, my brother's fucking dead, bro. And he, and he does eventually forgive him because, like, Barry didn't know. He didn't know what it would do. Yeah. But like and like it, it led to that good where uh Oliver was like, Barry, I'm not angry with you because I would have probably done the same thing if I knew I could. Right? You like, made a mis- like you made a mistake. You didn't know what the con You were a man. Like everyone acting high and mighty about it. Fuck him. <laughs> like like yeah. I still trust you with my life. Like that that was a good thing that was a good scene. This movie just as Barry changed the timeline again, but 
because it's smaller and it doesn't directly negatively affect him. It's fine. It's fine. It can say it's a new status quo forever. Yep, he's just cool with it. Look, his tooth falls out. Ha ha, laugh. Laugh. That's the worst final shot. First of all, the green screen's ending this movie on fucking gag from two hours ago. Nobody remembers. It's just terrible. Shouldn't Barry get an infection from using glue? Probably. And put it in his, in his tooth socket? Probably. That's probably not healthy. No. You can, you can live with a lisp until you get to a dentist, buddy. It's just... This movie sucks. Yeah. It it literally flies in the face of own message. For for because it need because it's a studio mandate that it needs to change for the future. Despite the fact that nothing from this movie will carry over or explain the new universe nothing. even a little. Nothing at all. Should we get to the the stuff about, like, you know, why this happened? And ha- yeah, sure. So, first, first off, like, talking about... So, this movie is a major flop, you know? Like, yes. we talked about this a bit earlier. Fucking made less than Black Adam. Made less than Transformers. Spider-Verse is dunking on it. Like... No one's seeing this movie. It's insane how both movies have, like, the same basic concept and walk away with two completely different messages. Mm -hmm. Where Spider-Verse is going, nah, fuck that. Change it. Destiny is bullshit. And then you got Flash going, nah, put her in the fridge. It's where she belongs. Also, I love that Keaton is just dead now. Yeah, he's just dead. There's no, there's no like indication of, oh, he's he's alive and okay and in his other timeline. Nope, nope. That Ian Supergirl are just is dead. dead. That Ian Supergirl are dead. Zod just wins. Fuck you. <sighs> so I don't think that really sits well in, in. I don't really think that aftertaste sits well in the mouths of viewers, but. No, I digress. Um, but so, how did this happen? Let, let's talk about because there's many factors. Um, so I think the biggest thing of like people have tried to downplay this, and I I I get the reason why. Like because for other celebrities, people will ignore bad things they've done in order to go see their movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But people don't care about Ezra Miller. People like, don't like Ezra Miller's Flash. Like, this is... Here's the thing, right? All these other celebrities that have... And this is a very shallow... Like, this, like it, it sucks to say, but it's true. Mm-hmm. When people, like, support celebrities that, that have done bad shits, because 
they're at least notable in some capacity or have made like things that are widely beloved or have like major fan bases, right? Yeah. yeah. What does Ezra Miller have? That one video of telling the KKK to kill themselves. That's it. That's literally it. That's that's all they have. Oh. Like for all people know, this is someone who has committed a crime last year in Hawaii, in their own personal estate, burglary, like, and like you could you could vary like which crimes that big of a deal and which ones aren't, but. <sighs> When you don't care that much about an actor like an actor like this or a celebrity, people who have that kind of shallow mindset of separate art from the art for everything, you know, they're not going to care that much if the person, if the art the person makes isn't something that they really care about. So they're not they're not going to go out in droves to or defend. Or see the movie, you know. Mm. Like it's like, am I wrong? Because I, I no. Cause like I, I, all anyone remembers Ezra Miller Flash from is that shitty Justice League movie from 2017 that no one liked. Exactly. And they were considered one of the worst parts of it. Yeah. Like again, again, I know that this is 100 comparable, but. It's the same thing with fucking like Henry Cavill's Randage. No one liked him. No, that's not true. But no one cares. Like people outside of Twitter don't care. Because the last time they saw him was a fucking movie from 2017 that they hated that was a sequel to two other movies that they didn't care for. And he had a CGI face. And he didn't do anything. In any of those movies. Any of them. Especially that second one. Especially that second one. But, yeah, like, so they already don't give a shit about Ezra Miller. And let's not forget, this was stuff that was on late night cable news. People knew about this. If it's someone they don't care about and they see that they've done bad things, they're going to use the bad things as a reason to not see something yeah. about someone they don't care about. Exactly. You could say it's a shallow tr- thing to say, but it, it that's true. how that's how people unfortunately are. Yeah, people are shallow. Yeah. So, I like, people try to say that pe- nobody really cared about the crimes outside of Twitter. I disagree with that. I think a lot of people cared. Once it got to, like, fucking cable news, people gave a shit. Like, everywhere I go, anytime someone talks about Ezra Miller, they, they talk about the crime shit. Yeah, how much people how know. crazy they are. Yeah, people know. They know. Like, there's a reason Warner Brothers had to, had to cover up shit and not have yeah. Ezra in, in the marketing. They wouldn't have done that if people didn't care. Like, no. Like... This, which leads to the other problem that this movie had, it had no actual marketing campaign. Yep, the only person doing press 
was Sasha. That was she it. was the only one. Like Michael Keaton recorded a video on his phone for literally just for dads. Go see the Flash. <laughs> he, he he didn't do any pro- Sasha, and it's like, where's the where's the lead actor? Like you're great, but where's the lead actor? <laughs> like, it, it, it it's such a like the word didn't get out the way it should have and when the word did get out it wasn't the word they wanted but so they tried to manufacture it should we talk about the the fake reactions yeah so let's talk about that uh so we have no actual evidence of this but there's a very real possibility that Warner Bros. just paid a bunch of people to say the movie's good. Mm-hmm. And y- you wrote this on, on the agenda, and I didn't even consider that at first, but it makes it makes a lot of sense to me now that I think about it. Where, like, Tom Cruise once said, this is, like, the greatest superhero movie ever made. And... That man doesn't it, watch superhero movies. That man doesn't know what those are. And you you put it well, like, I didn't even think of this, how he probably said this to secure some kind of project over at DC. Because it came out after that Tom Cruise might be, is, might be being sought after for a DC project. Because Christopher McQuarrie wants to do something DC related. He wanted to do a Superman. Um, that man ain't played Superman. Yeah. <laughs> James got that on lockdown now. Yep. But, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours situation. Mm-hmm. Like, get, like, and honestly, someone said, who wants to bet that when they made the Top Gun joke, Tom Cruise just laughed his ass off and didn't finish the rest of the movie and then called Andy Machete to tell him that it was it was great. Honestly, it's, there's a very real chance that happened. Like, and then, of course, all the test screenings, like. So, yeah, because because they couldn't do an actual marketing campaign because their main star is a fugitive. Mm -hmm. uh, They opted instead to do something no one's ever done before for a reason. Uh, (laughs) Having like multiple free fan screenings. Weeks to a month in advance of the movie coming out, it's they fucking showed it at fucking CinemaCon. The whole thing that's never happened. And for many of those, they were like, "Oh, it's work in progress. Uh, the ending isn't the real ending." <laughs> and as far as I've been made aware, the only difference between the ending that we got and the final one, or no, the the old one, is that. In the old one, his tooth didn't fall out. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, that's the only actual difference. And you can tell, because when you see the final product... It looks like shit. It looks like a JPEG. It does. Like, I can see the mouse clicking on the PNG, dragging it down. (laughs) Like, like advanced screenings happen, sure. Like... Yeah. But this movie went so aggressively hard into them like so much so that actual real 
are starting because they tell people who have passes to come down to see the movie, but then they overbook the theater with like yeah field trips with, and like and influencers and influencers and tell they, everyone else to go home because they literally marketed this movie off of like Sasha, uh, Michael Keaton kind of, and also influencers. <laughs> I couldn't even tell what you were saying in the last Good. couple. <laughs> oh no, you probably already said that. I can't. I, can't. No, I just kept saying flash and flash okay. point. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, like, he was at cinema. Why was he at CinemaCon? That's not a, that's not a fan. That's for like, that's for theater distributors, but they needed to, movie people. They needed to invite, they needed to invite comic book nerds so they could get positive press. Because, of course, nerds with, with like low standards would be like, oh, this is awesome. You look, yup. And the handful of actual, like, film people that saw it at CinemaCon went, that was shit. Yeah, like, literally, they were all like, what? What are you talking about? That was bad. And, like, I remember, like, one of the parties I got to endorse it was Jaden Smith, Will Smith and his family, I think. Terry Crews and his family. Like, it was so weird. It felt, it's so uncanny and manufactured that it just it feels so bizarre yeah like I don't think anyone bought it no that's the thing is it's all just so manufactured and artificial sounding that I I don't think anyone could have possibly fucking like it's, it's like the 1500th time They've heard best DC since Dark Knight. They keep saying that, and it keeps not being true. Because the real answer to that is the Batman. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. No. Like this, people aren't. People are many things. They are also stupid. But I, after a while, they can start to. They can start to see a pattern. It's why MCU movies that don't try as hard are making less than they did before. Yep. Like, which is insane because Ant-Man made more than this. God. It really is so over. God, like... That's sad. It made $100 less in its opening weekend than Ant-Man. This is a tentpole DC character. This is a real fourth pillar of DC. Right? But no. Hey. I also think, like, obviously, people have just gotten sick of DC movies because they're very rarely good. Yeah. Like, like, I... 
I, I just sent it to you like a little bit ago. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, Culture Crave just recently posted the uh, posted an, an image like putting side by side the top ten domestic box office opening weekends of the MCU versus the DCEU. Mm-hmm. The lowest for Marvel on that list is Iron Man three at one hundred seventy four point one million for. And that was weekend. a movie that made a billion. <laughs> Yep. And the best for the DCEU was Batman v Superman at 166 million. Jesus Christ, that's illuminating. That's dire. That was a movie that that was the original flash of this is a movie that too big to fail, but failed. Yeah. And like it didn't fail financially because it it almost made a billion. It made like eight hundred million dollars. It did. Yeah. I will admit that. Yeah, like it made fucking money. But problem is, people didn't like it, so it didn't matter. And then it the Suicide did. Squad happened right afterwards, and that also made a lot of money. But people also didn't really like that one at all. And then Wonder and just, Woman. People kind of like that one. And just and then, like knock a man, and then uh, and the 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 lowest one on here is Birds of Prey at thirty three million. But that a big reason for that's because pandemic. So that was right before the pandemic, and also Sonic. Never mind, they're fucking losers. <laughs> they can't do anything. And like the Suicide Squad is lower than all day and date with with HBO and whatnot. Yeah. But Shazam only had 53 million. Yeah. Like, Flash was predicted to make 72 in its domestic opening weekend. It made 55. 55. This is just 55. Yeah, just 55. Seven bucks? You fucking serious? (laughs) Literally. I love that video. I love that video. It's so good. I love to use it whenever there's a flop. It's great. But, yeah, no, like. There was a lot of shit that led to this. Like, this movie was like built up as a too big to, too big to fail type thing, but yo, that was it was it was like a Jenga tower with only one Jenga on the bottom of it. It was going to fall. Yeah. Like, and I can only how many how many versions of this movie could there be? Like how much regard- time you got? <laughs> well, we're close to five hours, so. All right. In that case, no. Uh, <laughs> there are like so many fucking versions of this. There have though. to be. Like, I can only imagine how many deleted scenes there are. Like, we know there are three completely different endings. Mm-hmm. Like one would one is the one we got with Clooney. One is all the DCEU people in the courthouse going, yeah, Barry, you did it, woo. And one with fucking uh, Sasha and Keaton Mm -hmm. going, we're in the main universe forever now. No, we're not. I would have loved to have seen them try to go ahead with that and be like, yeah, Superman doesn't exist anymore. He died. Get, Get over it. Zod found him. Barry does. Barry gets over it. Very easily. Like, it's so just 
people are tr- like there's a big comparison between this movie and No Way Home. No Way Home is a Spider-Man movie about Spider-Man with only like two or three non-Spider related characters in it. Mm-hmm. And even then, one of them is one that teams up with all the time. Yeah. And it actually had something to say about the character. It was made by people who you can tell of the character. No. What does this movie have? Keaton. <laughs> Keaton. Like, he would have said no, but DC has severely overestimated how much, like, our generation gives a shit about Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like him, but I'm not, like, jumping out of my seat going, holy shit, he's back! Oh my god! He was never that guy for me. He was never that guy. I never you know really who... had Kevin Conroy. You know, Kevin Conroy, yes, but, like, you know who was that guy in the live-action department for most of our generation, and then some? Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. You, you know who would have filled that fucking beat if you put him in the movie for ten seconds? Mm-hmm. Bale. Bale. Again, he would have said no, but still. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, now that guy, to a lot of us, is it's Robert, Robert Pattinson. Because that movie was so good. He was so iconic in that role. Yeah. Like, it's changed the way a lot of people have seen Batman. Like, yeah. my sister, who doesn't normally like Batman, she loved the Batman. Like, it was a bit too long for her, but she, she loved it. Like, yeah. she loved him in that role. Like, it, it's... He is now that guy. You're not yep. going to be able to do that with Keaton. And I don't... I don't really envy the job of Muschietti doing Raven the Bold, because how are you going to have that guy for another audience when right. the other guy is still... Go- it's it's a whole like it's why i i think that the the two separate batman thing is just a mistake i really I do think, think they work. should have just tried to find a way to put Pattinson in the dcu yeah but whatever uh something else about keaton that really doesn't work uh dc is obsessed with making let's get nuts his fucking catchphrase oh yeah and it's like Guys, no one remembers that line. It was a throwaway line of Bruce trying to make Joker think he's crazy. Yeah. And like, it it was one thing that was kind of quotable at one point, but like, no, people associate that shit with Lego Batman more. They do. <laughs> like, like, no one knew that was a Keaton reference at the time. And if you did, you go, oh, hey, but here, here he just says it, like, because... Like when he says it, it's meant to be stupid and funny. And here, he's not even responding to what they're saying. If they want, like, again, let's compare this to No Way Home, right? Yep. That line, that, that movie brings back two specific 
lines from the Raimi movies, right? Yeah. Power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Yes. And I'm something of a scientist myself. Yes. Power of the sun in the palm of my hand works the first time because he's literally just rem- he's he's almost insulted that Spider-Man doesn't. So he's trying to remind him of what it is. Yep. And also, and the second time he says it, it's a full circle moment for the character because he is literally holding the power of the sun in the palm of his hand with the arc reactor. Yep. It's meant to be a very emotionally fulfilling thing for him in seeing that in another world, his work was possible. This was possible. Like, and that kind of gives closure to him. You know? Mm-hmm. And then with Goblin, and people will say this is egregious, and I understand, mm-hmm. um, when he says, you know, I'm something of a sign myself. It makes sense in the context why he He's because at least responding to what they're saying and doing. He is, because Peter's talking about, like, we're going to cure you, and our technology here is advanced. And Norman hears that and chimes in. I can help you. You know I'm something of a scientist myself. Octavius knows what I can do. Like, yeah, it's a very blatant fan service moment. I get why there are people who may not like it, but it at least works in the moment. Yeah. What about you want to get nuts? Let's get works as a response to that. He asks if they want to go get some peanuts. <laughs> want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> the long ass pause kills me. Like. I could tell no one at my theater got it. Nobody did in my theater. I, they didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Like, my theater had, like, six kids in it. And, like, three of them were, like, part of one group. And when Whenever Michael Keaton was on screen, they would just look up at their dad, and their dad just looked fucking dead inside. <laughs> like, he was glazed over. He didn't give a shit. It's Homelander in episode one of season, season three. <laughs> Literally. Like, it, if you had, if you needed to put the line in, at least have some kind of build up being like, we know this whole thing is nuts, but we have to. Are you in? Yeah. You know what? You have him say it when Barry's strapping himself to the electric chair to get his powers back. Mm hmm. We're, we're like, Barry's is like, the, this is fucking nuts. And and Keaton says that while looking him dead in the eye. Cause he's a psychopath. Like make it a funny moment. <laughs> like right. And have Barry be like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, and he's like, wait, what Cause and people would say, like, that's just making fun of the old stuff. It's like, no, because I mean that line was a joke to begin with. Yeah, and also, if that's making fun of the old stuff, what's the rest of this movie doing? Exactly, like... Again, look at him. Look at him do those CGI moves. He crashed into that ship begging for death. <laughs> Won't you fly? Hi, He burned. <laughs> <laughs> 
my, my one of my mutuals like sped up the footage of free bird on it. <laughs> so good. But yeah, like yeah, that that the thing about the nuts line is just like remember when people were saying, Oh, it's clearly just a line for the trailer, it's not gonna be in the movie. Fools. <laughs> you didn't understand the depravity that DC would fall towards. How soulless and creatively bankrupt they could truly be. <sighs> so I do I do want to talk about some like they're starting to play the blame game. Like Barbara Machete what? like was saying that it hurt the movie that George Clooney got leaked and No it didn't. <laughs> what? She said something like we have names, we know where to find them. <laughs> like You don't get to kill people, you're not Marvel. Yeah. Again, they killed that guy that stole Samuel Jackson's script. <laughs> they did. He said, oh, he left the country. No, he's dead. He's sleeping with the fishes. Put the bricks on his face. Sleeping with the he's, he's He's dead. He's dead. But, God, like... Yeah, they're, they're doing the blame game and also... Um, Andy Machete... Like we talked about earlier, he's saying that the... The bad CGI is intentional. No, it's not. No, it isn't. They're trying to save face. Yeah. They've realized that this gamble stuff in this movie didn't work because it's shit. It's bad. Like we talked about earlier, this shit is shot with the mindset of it's going to look like the coolest thing you've ever seen. It's not. I don't get... Because the, con- the, the mindset doesn't make sense. Why would you take the Flash, a character who is visually and creatively very cool, with with very cool powers and ability and very cool mythos and lore, why would you intentionally make it look stupid and weird and bad? Why would you intentionally do that? Now, you could say, well, Andy clearly doesn't care about the character. Maybe yeah. it was just like, eh, I'm going to make it fun. But why? The answer is because they didn't. It was gonna. It was meant to be cool, but then they ran out of budget. Yeah, Michael Keaton sucked it all up. Yup. Suck. 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 He pulled out Zod's stupid little machine thing and just stuck it in the pile <laughs> of money, and it just went. <laughs> Suck. Suck. <laughs> Suck. Suck. <laughs> we haven't done many uh, bad man moments for this one. It's been a man. Also, I think Keaton is a walking bad man moment, so it's fine. He is. And they all laughed in the theater when he... How he can get his powers back and and he's like, or kill yourself. Because <laughs> someone, someone edited, someone clip online and made it sound like it was him making a suggestion. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, also, I forgot to mention, I hate that 
Barry doesn't have his powers for the majority of this movie. And oh, it's yeah. all Barry too, because haha, funny. I hate this movie. <laughs> it's very bad. It sucks. Yeah, but but what do you think about all that? It's it's very clearly not supposed to be intentional. They're just saying that to save face. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be super cool and epic. That like, holy shit, look at every cavil. He's doing the thing. And oh my, oh my God. Look, it's George George Reeves. It's the kind of. Oh no! Uh, don't don't look him up. Uh, look, look, it's Christopher Reeve. Oh, it's also pretty sad. Don't look that up. Uh, but look, look, Nicholas Cage is fighting a big spider. Isn't that so cool? Doesn't he look so cool? Why are you looking at it? <laughs> don't look at it. <laughs> why are you Why are you closing your eyes? Oh no. <laughs> It's just fucked all around. Now, with all this in mind, everything that with this movie, with the failure of it at the box, it floundering critically, like it's at a solid 56 on Metacritic, and like it it got, I think, like a B minus on CinemaScore. Which I think just a B, like uh, the other like movies got a B plus. Okay. Uh, which doesn't sound bad. I think it sounds like a pretty decent grade, but in the grand scope of like superhero blockbusters, that's abysmal. That's the same yeah. grade as like Green Lantern, and and Black Adam. Well, no, Black Adam has a higher grade. Yeah, Black Adam got B plus. Yeah. <laughs> For Black Adam plus. Like Adam Plus. <laughs> uh. hey, let me. I want to look something up to make sure I'm not insane. Mm-hmm. No, you can make stuff up. It's fine. Okay, that that'll work too. DC does that all the time. Uh, <laughs> come on. I have some funny news. Apparently, Field was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. And when Phil Spencer heard that, he immediately bought Bethesda. Oh. Uh, so, uh, it, was, it wasn't going to be on that. So then he forced them to make it by buying <laughs> Oh, man. All right, I found it. So, yes, I, I was right. So, yeah, The Flash got a B on Cinema Score. Which again, it doesn't sound bad, but then you take into account that is the same score as Catwoman and Green Lantern. Oh no, that means it's shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's as bad as it can get. That's as bad as it can get. Like, there's no, there's no coming back from this. <laughs> The second your thing is compared to Catwoman, it's over. It's over. It's done. Oh, man, speaking of Catwoman, I can't believe Craven just ripped off Batman Returns for him. <laughs> Actually, no, ripped off that movie. <laughs> ripped off Catwoman, yeah. 
<laughs> the lion just yawned on him and he came back to life. It did. Uh, so you know with all with all this in mind um what do you think the future holds for the character for dc and for warner brothers so i made the tweet earlier today and i mean it now I would not be surprised if Warner Brothers ceases to exist as a brand by, like, 2035. Mm-hmm. Like, at the rate they're going, it might actually happen. It's almost as dire as Sony was in, like, the late, in the mid to late 2010s. And even then, I would say this is even worse. Yeah, they've had three bombs back to back. Like, and that's after a decade of mid. <laughs> like, the, the, it's not an exaggeration to say that the brand of DC is very badly damaged. It is. Like, it just straight up is. There, if Batman was the only one to come. Like, if Batman and the Suicide Squad were the only two that came out and, like, none of the ones after did, they could have actually started rebuilding, right? They could have. But then there was only an Adam. Yep. And then there was only a Shazam. Yeah. And then there is only a flash of... Only a... Has only an Allen. <laughs> no, there's three of them. <laughs> there's only three Allens. Like these three back to back really hurt DC as a brand. Like yes, like the. People will still go see solo Batman movies. Yeah, right? people will go see the Batman part two. They will because people like Pattinson. The, the first movie, Batman. yeah, and the first and the Batman got really popular in the zeitgeist. Like, yeah, you could not go anywhere for months without people talking about it or making references to it. Like, yeah, no, the the Batman was a big hit, mm-hmm. but. <sighs> How is DC as a brand going to recover from this? They have to for for Blue Beetle in two months. I'm going to be real. I've already made peace with it. That movie's going to make nothing. Yeah. I know, Trey, you're killing me with your mind right now. It might end up being more profitable because it it cost less. That's true. It had a much lower budget and better press surrounding it. It has no marketing at all. Yeah, they haven't started a press junket. Comes out in two months. They've had one trailer. They had a poster that hasn't really officially released yet. Kind of. Because there was like a motion poster and but I don't know. But Let me look up specifically when 
Blue. Here we go. Yeah, in, in almost exactly two months from right now. Yeah. It's it should be out. Yeah. This is a problem. It is. They need to start ramping things up. Yeah. But it's it's not if it's lucky, it'll make like three hundred million or something. Mm-hmm. And that's if it's lucky. But its budget is estimated to be a hundred and twenty. Yeah. Like, so who knows? The, I I keep saying it. DC literally, in the eyes of the public, can't afford to make movies that are just okay anymore. They can't. Nor can Marvel, really, at this point. Nor can Marvel. It's yeah. It's not just. <clears throat> it's not just the D. Starting to flounder too. Mm-hmm. Like people, like James Gunn said, it's not superhero movie fatigue. It's bad movie fatigue. It is. You just keep making the same three movies over and over, and hoping no one notices. And people are finally starting to notice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I'm gonna be real here I don't think the hundreds million dollar budget superhero movie cinematic universe model can work anymore yeah I can't it, it just can't like in Marvel like early MCU, it worked because it felt like it felt like they were able to successfully gaslight the audience into thinking they had to see every single. Yeah. So like everything was able to make money. Like, but now Captain Marvel made a billion. Yeah. Because it was right before Endgame, and people were yeah. like, "Well, we gotta know what happened before yep. then, because Infinity War showed the post-credit scene, and this is Nick Fury and the." the symbol that was in the post credit scene. So we have to, we have to see it. Yeah. Like, like it's all, but now people have seen through it and realize, Oh, I don't have to see everything. Okay. Yeah. Then I won't. Cause Marvel's things aren't really as connected anymore. They aren't really leading to a visible plan. Like, all it's leading to is Kang, who is more of a concept than a character right now. Yeah. So it's like, no one has anything to attach to. <clears throat> like, it's why so many fans have been attaching so hard to, oh man, I can't wait to see insert old Marvel actor here back. Because mm-hmm. that's the only thing they can think of that this would be leading to. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh... And, like, Superman Legacy has to be... It cannot be just okay. It has to be great. It Yes. Which, like, that's not a position you want to be in, but, like, it it's, has to. It's the truth. Like... And even then, 
people might still just not watch it. That's true, but like James Gunn is helming. People That's true. Come out I, I feel like they're gonna market it. Heavy. This is the guy that made Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, from the from, James, gonna, from director James Gunn. Yeah. And that's going to say, so like people, yeah, no, pe- people will go see Superman Legacy. What people will probably not go see in droves is the authority. Is the authority, yeah. Which is the next big project that they're working on. No one cares about those guys. Yeah. No one. Like, and, which is probably why they're putting them in. Superman Legacy. Right. To try to get you to care. And it's like... I don't know if that's going to work. Ah, uh, yeah. And again, there's also that very primal fear in the back of my head going, so is this going to be James Gunn's The Authority or James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy 4 DC Edition? Yeah. Either way, I'm not very interested. Yeah. Anyway, all this to say, you should have just made a movie about him fighting a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Turn uh, monkey. Our, our last little bit is... Our ideas for what comes next. Mm-hmm. If, if anything does come next, because... Right? <laughs> Let's be honest, there's a real chance that they treat this like green just fucking throw him into the ether. Yep. People are saying, oh man, they're making a rogue miniseries. No, they're not. They're not gonna do that. That shit's not getting off the ground, are you kidding me? Not after this movie. No. That's never happening, guys. Get over it. Remember how they said that sequel to be made, this movie has to make 700 million? The same amount as a Batman. It's not making half that. It's not. It would be lucky if it made its budget back. It really would. Like even luckier if it breaks even. Like I'm gonna look at at the current box office for it now because it's really bad. Yeah, me too. But with all this in mind, what do we think they should do for a reboot, or God forbid, a sequel? I know your answer. <laughs> Monkey. Monkey. Uh, okay. Yeah, worldwide so, it's made 170. That's not enough. It uh, is not. So... Yeah, everyone knows my answer for reboot. It's, it's Monkey. Uh... But for a sequel, God, (laughs) (sighs) maybe here's the problem. I don't know because I still know nothing about this flash. As a person, Uh, as a character. (laughs) This is a concept. Anything. 
Um, I guess. I I guess reverse flash now. Maybe. Maybe. Like I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe like just having no other superheroes in the movie make a real movie make a real movie maybe have Wally West be in it as a kid Iris is looking after him yeah Yeah. I, like I, I, I did say like my idea of like for doing a reboot, just do Wally. Like just scrap yeah. everything, do Wally. Yeah. As attached as I am to my concept for like a Flash trilogy in my head, it'd be best to just skip to Wally. But like just straight up. Yeah. If they do insist on Barry, um I guess still do rogue stuff like Captain Cole. Just just do the original Famayua. Just do that. Mm-hmm. Um Make Speed cool this time. <laughs> no. But I guess if it's a direct sequel. Um now it have... has to look stupid. It's intentional. Shut up. It's a creative decision. <laughs> have <a> stylistic. <laughs> Shut up. I guess have a director other than Muschietti. That would have a good one. Yeah. Uh, have him. Have Barry actually deal with real consequences to changing the timeline? Um, Do reverse flash, I guess. Have a better suit. Have a suit and not a skinned human. (laughs) Keep the color shade, I guess. But just light it better. Don't make it look like a laminated, degloved human. <sighs> Recast. Because in any of these, there is no way Ezra Miller has has a future here. None. Uh, absolutely not. No, they're done. Like all this talk from from PR people and James Gunn and DC going, oh yeah, no, we love Ezra, they're coming back, no one will ever play Barry Allen ever again. It's all bullshit. Yeah. They're they're getting let go. Yeah. Like, a sequel's not happening to begin with, because this movie's not going to hit 700 million. It's not. It's going to be lucky to make 350. Theaters are going to boot it out after, like, three three weeks. Because no one's seeing it. No one. Everyone's still watching Spider-Man. Like, it's, it's, 
all this didn't matter. None of it. None of it mattered. Every crime committed, every cover-up, every every, bribe, every every manufactured type, it was all for nothing. It was all for an okay at best. And even then, not really okay at best. Yeah. Movie. That's being extremely generous. Extremely so. It's being very generous. It, this movie, it could be the final nail in the coffin. Like, they put, again, they put this movie on a pedestal, built it up with on a jank, on like, it's like, like I said, it's a Jenga tower put on like a thumbtack. Yep. It's going to fall and fall well, also- Pissing on the grave of Batgirl. Oh, yeah. Where apparently that movie was unreleasable and would damage the brand. This was releasable and would not damage the brand? <laughs> like. It's so. Because uh... now at this point, it's now a boy who cried wolf situation, right? Now, like, anytime they try to hype up a. People are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? No. Yep. You said like, the Flash was good. Yep, that's it. It's over. There will be no... There will be no way to get any good word of mouth out there because no one's going to trust them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... They'll trust that's, you for Batman, but... Yeah, because Batman is Batman. Mm-hmm. But, as a whole... I hope no one cares about DC anymore. Like, if they try to hype up Blue Beetle, I don't know if people are going to go see it. Yeah. From the looks of it, they're not going to try to hype it up. Because there's no marketing. No. There's a single trailer. And that's it. That's it. It's called it a fucking day. They put everything else in the flash. Mm-hmm. I generally, I wouldn't be shocked if a bunch of the fucking marketing budget that was supposed to go to Blue Beetle went to that instead. Mm-hmm. And wasn't used. <laughs> it was just pop. Because what marketing did Flash have? It's f- fake screenings. <laughs> of a fake movie. Of a fake movie. That's also a thing, is that they gave away so many that a lot of people who would have paid to see it didn't go see it. Because yeah. they already saw it for free. Exactly. What, what reason would I have to go see it again? Like field trips of ch- of like school kids went to went to these screenings for free. So Are kids gonna even know who the fuck my they might know or, more as Vulture. Yeah, like I was gonna say they're gonna be like, why is Vulture? I thought he was a bad guy. He was a bad guy. Now he's a good guy. What? I thought he was that's gonna go fight right. Spider Man. there's other things we could talk about with this movie Barry 2 suit is terrible the weird ass needle drop the final battle and the Barbie girl line like what the fuck was that they never made a reference to that song earlier so like what was The Salute Your Solution needle drop deserves to be in a better movie. 
Not because it was used well, but that song deserves to be in the movie. Like, Jesus Christ. This is it's terrible. It's, it's dog shit. Well, you have any other thoughts? I'm so happy to be free. I can kill myself. <sighs> the only time we'll ever have to think about this movie again is when we do a commentary track because we. Which oh, yeah, the... no, we we legally have to we have to dig up the corpse of the DCEU a couple more times. Yeah, which by the way, things are going down probably next month. Honestly, yeah, we might end up doing it in like the middle of July. <laughs> it's gonna be put on mag sooner or later. There's no way. There's no way they can afford to keep it in theaters. No. <sighs> well, I think what that if wraps we can it up. Successfully gaslight them like we did Sony. With Morbius, <laughs> and get them to put it in theaters again so it can flop a second time. I was like, I can't get over that. That, that would beautiful. be the best. That would be the best timeline. <sighs> we should strive for that. We should. Give it to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. DCEU is dead. Bury it. Consider this mercy. Yeah. It's time. Thank y'all on this journey with us. Started back in March. Now we're here. Don't feel good about it. <laughs> but we can move on to happier things this time. It's been three weeks of just fucking misery. God. We can finally go back to happy. Finally. Finally. Alright. Well, thank you so much. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter ad is at Boulder Punch Pod. You can get updates on episodes and stuff. Excuse me. You're good. But, uh, <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.